What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later, we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. I'm your host, Kevin Shahan, and I am coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. And as always, joining me is Care Viajante. What's going on, Care? Hello, Kevin. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm doing good. It's a good day? My... Yeah, it's a good use day. Your AK? Did, yeah, didn't have to use my AK. Uh, got uh, got surgery tomorrow, so um, I'm kind of stoked on that. So, uh, Which leads me to the, uh, to the next... Uh, in case anybody uh, wants to know, for the next three weeks, we will not have a show for the next three weeks. It, it actually is our summer break. We normally always take a couple weeks off in the summer just to get, you know, take a little bit of breather. And then this actually just falls right with my um, with my uh, surgery. So uh, we return August 29th with a great show. Fred Rui from uh, um, Fred Rui will be on. Uh, yeah. It's a, He's got a new gig with Illusione. We're going to find out what exactly. He doesn't work for them. You know, Fred from our last interview does marketing. So it'd be kind of cool to. Uh, Is that why he said Fred Rui from Fred, Fred Rui? Rui? Yeah, from FredRui.com. <laughs> um, and as joining us, uh, as always, in the background is producer Jessica. Say hello to Jessica. Hello. You got the Hi, Jess. Okay. She's having, right. she's having cord issues. I'm to, not having cord issues. I'm trying to get it so the dog doesn't try to. Okay. So what's what's the issue? What's the issue with your cords, Jess? Nothing. It's called keeping it away from our yeah. dog Sky. She likes to bite them. Yeah, she she loves electricity. It's not like really biting. She always like well, like we like, caught her the other day licking. Yeah, licking a cord. Like a, another you know. Outlet. Yeah. Like a, she's just <laughs> she's so a stranger. We caught Joe doing the same thing. Yeah, that's it. Did, did, did you did you ground him? <laughs> no, Catch he was ground. Yeah, he was grounded. He's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's, he's already lot, grounded. Lot, lot of lot of lot of dads out there. Like, oh, that's a good dad joke right there. That so, uh, uh, Kara, what are you uh, what are you smoking tonight? Uh, tonight, I'm spay. I'm smoking the Rebellion Ace of Spades. Right on. Uh, uh, Jessica, what did you decide to go uh, with tonight? Sweet child of mine. Sweet child of mine. I smoked that one the other night. And oh, then uh, I, 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 too, am going to smoke uh, the Ace of Spades tonight. So let's get right into it with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter Cut and Light. Remember, with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter, you'll always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. So we've got, I know we were talking about percentage and humidity <laughs> before the show. Yes. Actually, this one's sick. Sick. I don't know if you can't see it. Sixty-two percent is what we're at on the uh, uh, the cigar Perfect. tonight. Perfect. And we're also going to cut it with the new Cigar Medics Baller. Uh, super, super awesome cut. Uh, and there's a, a funny story behind that one. So, um, and uh, absolutely perfect little dish shaped ball mm. cut in that. 
So I made I made that uh, uh, the the video yesterday for, and I was using all the Cigar Medics products, the the humidimeter, the baller, the lighter, right. and uh, uh, I posted the video, and uh, uh, they reach out and like, oh man, thanks for the video. I'm like, ah, oh, you guys are great friends. You know, I'll, you know, anything I'll do for you guys. They're like, we need to get you to do some hire you for marketing. I'm like, yeah, that video took less than two minutes to film. It took 90 minutes to, I, to, which, to, to produce that video. I that 48 it. second video is <laughs> almost two hours. I'm like, uh, I like yeah. how he's like, it took less than two minutes. Yes, because I filmed it. Yeah, but, well, because Jessica filmed it with me giving her exacting instructions oh God, of how I wanted so it filmed. Ridiculous. Okay. That's why it came out so quickly yeah. and so good. Pat, pat yourself on the back. Yeah. So one of you is the director, the other one is director of photography. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. And then and then Kevin and then they, it, Kevin does it all. And then they could <laughs> then, then they did an update to my uh, uh, video software care. I can't figure out how to zoom, you know, when I'm producing a video because usually you cut out like three seconds and then you can zoom. So they they hit you know, every now and then they hide a feature. So basically, I had to layer the movies on top of each other. And then spread them out so it looked like a poor man zoom that came out okay. I don't know. It is what it is. Whatever. So, Jess, why don't you zoom? Yeah. She did zoom, but I wanted more zoom uh, yep. for for like the little breaks. Care, I didn't so. have anything to do with it. He did it all. Yeah, like cowboy. I need more cowboy. I need more zoom. <laughs> yeah, I need yes. more zoom. I need more zoom. Jess. I don't even. I'm like a normal guy. I put my pants on one leg at a time, but I need more zoom. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, so, uh, George, what's okay? Are you all good on water tonight? I don't want you fucking disappearing again tonight. <laughs> love me some care. George, I swear to God, he was like, it, 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 he was like a uh, the color commentator of a basketball game. I loved it. It was. So uh, you gotta get Joe or uh, uh, Jennifer out there on regular intervals to. Uh, to to empty the uh, the said water, so but uh, no 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 water dumping tonight unless I have to go to the bathroom. Right on. <laughs> All right, so one last piece of business. Uh, like I said, we were off for the next three weeks. Uh, next week, next uh, Monday night, I believe uh, it's uh, uh, the Evil Empire Cigar Society. They have a YouTube channel or uh, Instagram. Uh, once again, I will be a guest on that show. So if you head over to Instagram. Uh, and just look up Evil Empire Cigar Society. It's spelled weird. Like the E is a three and like the S is a five, I think. So, but if, if you just type in Evil Empire, it does its thing and, and the, the algorithm will find it for you. Uh, so if you want to see us uh, uh, on that or see me on that show next week, uh, head over there. And uh, yeah, it's next Monday. That's right. Cause it's the same, normally the same time as we do this show. So, all right. I think that's all. Anything, uh, any other housekeeping? Any other news you need to get out there, Care? Um, no, not really. Um, not that I could think of. I'll be honest. I, I kind of uh, um, well, I was in Chicago last week. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to go to any cigar shops. That sucks. It was just a quick hit. But did you at um, least have some pizza? Yeah, I had some pizza. Um, and um, and and, and one night it was nice and cool. So I did get to sit outside and smoke a cigar um, in the uh, um, outside the, the little quad area of the, of the hotel. So it was it was a quick quick trip. So sweet. One, one day I'll get out to Chicago. I haven't been out there yet. So you know where it is. 
r- roughly. I don't. I don't know. What, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know where it is in the state of Illinois, uh, and I don't know what states Illinois touches. Um, I don't. I think it's pretty close to Michigan, if I remember correctly, but um, it may not be. I think they have a Great Lakes. They must be close to Michigan. Michigan's got one of them Great Lakes. I don't know which one. It might be Michigan. Um, you really just said Michigan has a Great <laughs> Lake, but you're not sure which one. Yeah. I don't know if they just have the one. I don't know. You know, if they have several, they do have the UP. So is the UP part of Lake Michigan too, or is that on a different lake? So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, Erie and Superior. Superior. Yeah, I remember the uh, homes as homes. well. <laughs> yeah, homes. I was, I was showing off there for a second. You yeah, called me out. Yeah, that's it. I can never <laughs> remember the the planets though. Was it? Uh, wasn't it? Ple- uh, what was uh, the uh, the acronym for the planets though? I don't know. Um, I, I know the planets. I just I don't need to know the acronyms. Yeah. So I, I remember PEMDAS. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally when you're doing a mathematical equation. Um, or IPMAT whenever you talk about uh, cellular reproduction, interphase, prophase, metaphase, anaphase, telophase. No, no, I don't. I don't. I've never <laughs> heard that before. I, I, I did. I did just I did just learn the other day that Wi-Fi does not stand for wireless fidelity. It actually stands for nothing. They just made that up out of the blue. Wi-Fi just means nothing. Really? So why, why, yeah. I always thought it was wireless fidelity. They're like, no, it's actually not. So, all right. Well, um, on, on, on that note, you're always learning here on the ITAP That Cigar Show. You're always learning. Even uh, so if you don't before, want to. No. Yeah, even you if you learn. don't want to. So, all right. Before we bring on our guest tonight, we want to take a moment to thank all of our show partners for making this show happen each and every week. J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigar, We Are the Muscle, Excelsior Tobacco, Makers of the Doña Lydia, GTO Cigars, Those Who Know, Smoke GTO, Drew Estate, Corona Cigar, Drew Estate, and of course, Experience Acid. Patiently in the Experience Acid green room is Sean and Mandy Wilkinson of Rebellion Cigars. Folks, welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show. How you doing? Hi. Where 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 are you? Where are you coming from? That's beautiful. Ah, uh, so okay, so we are currently in uh, Davenport in a place called Providence. Uh, it's our our kind of holiday home. We bought this place uh, about a year, eighteen months before lockdown. Visited once, and then the world ended, <laughs> and uh, we managed to get out again in. Um, uh, February this year, and this is the holiday that we had booked in 2020. Uh, so all the family's coming out next week, and we're going to do all the Disney and uh, all the all the other good stuff. So oh, yeah, so Davenport for people that don't know is around, is in Orlando, correct? Yeah, just yeah. south of Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is that is that where you folks were born and raised? No, no, we Orlando. Were, no, I wish. No, we were. Um, so I was born in a, a place called Warrington, which is um, midway between Liverpool and Manchester, for those who, who don't know. So where the Beatles came from uh, and the, the famous football team, Liverpool Football Club. Um, so I was born just outside there. And I now live in a place called Swindon, which is about 70 miles west of London in, in the UK. That's where I was born. Oh, so, so, so you're from Swin- Swindon? Swindon, Swindon, yeah, yeah. So, famous. So, so it, it is famous. Uh, uh, famous about. It is. It, it's famous for it's got the uh, the, the Great Western Railway. Railway <laughs> is in yeah. Swindon. Yeah, so how, is, 
Yes, it's a it's a it's a fantastic museum that I've always wanted to visit. Well, if you ever get to the UK, if you can find your way there, we'll take you there. So Isambard Kingdom Brunel uh, built his railway works in Swindon in the 1800s. And you still got, in fact, most of it's now a shopping center. Uh, you still got all the old houses there and a lot of the old works there. And there's museums and big, big engines, all that, all that, all that good stuff. About 15 minutes from our house. Yeah, yeah. But it's most famous. Swindon is most famous, bizarrely. So do you have roundabouts over here? Yes. Yeah, okay. So uh, Swindon is most famous for something called the Magic Roundabout, which is uh, five roundabouts in one. And uh, oh, Big Ben. I mean, this is how this is how exciting our life is, right? Okay, so, so if I ever get any visitors to Swindon, the one thing they want me to do is take them through the Magic Roundabout because they they've heard of it and they want they want to like for us it's no problem it just works. If you're new to it, it's like oh my god, where do we go? It's just it's just mad, but it's great. Five roundabouts. Five roundabout. Well, there's a big one in the middle, then five roundabouts around the outside. Is that? I, I and guess you that's can one go that's, any which way you want through the thing. That's the one that Chevy Chase was stuck on in vacation, yeah. the European vacation. <laughs> yeah. Care? Do they? Do they have? I mean, uh, uh, I'm assuming they have roundabouts everywhere. They're popping up more and more in here in Florida. We're getting quite a few of them down here yeah. in the Sarasota area. Uh, South them. Carolina, known for their roundabouts. We're not known for a roundabout. Yeah, we well, have yeah. them. It's not like Jersey that's known for their jug handles. That's a jug <laughs> handle state. You, know, you can't make a left-hand turn in New Jersey. You got to go to do the jug handle and make a left-hand turn. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, and they say the same. And Michigan doesn't have U-turns like things like that either. That's what they're known for. See, it's weird. We come over here, and this whole thing about turning right uh, uh, traffic light when it's red. Oh, fantastic! Can't do that in the UK. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't do that in certain states either. When I've been Can traveling, you? yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, that's good, that's good <laughs> to know because we're doing yeah. it everywhere over here. Yeah, you can, you can Sean. Don't listen to Kevin. No, okay. <laughs> yes. Because you bring it up all the time. Just yeah. Je Jessica yeah. hates that I bring up Michigan. You uh, literally uh, bring up Michigan in every conversation. It's the weirdest thing. A, you're not from there. Yeah. You, he hates you, it because he's an I, Ohio State fan. I don't yeah. understand. Our, 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 good, our good friend Ronnie from Secretos from Detroit. I got to represent for Ronnie. Jessica's Jessica's mad because my ex-wife is from Michigan. But he brings so. it up all the time. That's that, that's the underlying. There's where the hostility is coming from. So that's and the and, and the first half of the show. Yeah, in the first half. Of the show. So, Already, yeah, that's it. So we're we're gonna um uh since things are backwards over here versus that you're driving on different sides of the roads, we're going to usually we'll end the show with some lightning round questions, like just like one-off questions, but we're going to start the show with some uh, lightning round questions um, because uh, these are things I really want to know. And I don't ever ask Des because uh, his time frames it's always off. When I talk to Des, it's two o'clock in the morning over there. Um, how much <laughs> at, at this, at this point it's 2022. How much do you hate Harry Potter by now? <laughs> my, my, oh, no, see, it's my daughter's favorite. So, you know, we have Harry Potter world. And when we go to Disney next week, we've got to go and do Harry Potter. I can't stand Harry Potter, but she loves it. So I've got to be careful. All right. Been going yeah, on too long. So you guys are going <laughs> to Universal Studios? So you're going to Universal yeah. Studios as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're going to have a blast. It is, it's fun. 
Yeah, we've been there a few times, but we're we're tech, when I say the kids, they're older kids now. They're 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 twenty three and twenty seven. But give me Top Gun two and all day every day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Top Gun two, what a film. Kevin uh, and I, I went to the Harry Potter thing. Just the two of yeah, us. Yeah, just the two of us. <laughs> we, yeah, we spent an entire. Like, so we paid for the 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 the, the, um, the photos, the breakfast. Uh, yeah, we got in an hour early, and yeah, it's uh. But I just I rec I've only seen the movies as of this year. Yeah. So I like, yeah, I I really? never I, you know I didn't read any of the books. I never watched any of the movies as they came out. So I've only been like. Like Jessica's like a Harry Potter fan, like yeah, I grew up with crazy it fan. My son grew up you know, with it, and that was yeah. like the thing he and I bonded. Yeah, so I, I enjoy. Yeah, I enjoy. Did you the read series. the books? Jess, I read every read? single book. She did. I, <laughs> so, uh, so, I have read them actually multiple times. Graham and I used to read them together. That was really? like our I'm way just listening to them on audio book. Yeah. 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 So are they? I, you know, that's what I find. Are are they in uh, uh, the? Uh, I think about that. Audiobooks for Harry Potter are they always in? I wonder in an English accent or yes. different read or if they're in different regions. Like if you go to Australia, is someone reading to you in an Australian accent or is it always? No, they are done. They're read by Stephen Fry. Oh, are the Stephen Fry reads the yeah audiobooks? Yeah. Oh, how how cool! I said they will have a Southern version. Yeah, yeah. Then Harry Potter done walk down the steps and found his dad. <laughs> yeah. Found his officer yeah. standing <laughs> in his pocket. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, next up, uh, what do what what is like kids this past Halloween? I had to look up to see and make sure you guys celebrate Halloween because I don't know. Um, uh, what do kids dress up for like in Halloween in the UK? Uh, they dress up so they they put witches outfits. Well, a lot more Harry Potter stuff, witches outfits, skeletons. It's getting bigger and bigger actually. So, uh, if you go back to when we were kids. Uh, we would make a bit of treacle toffee and that was kind of it. You know, that was our celebration. Yeah, it wasn't a very big... But now, 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 sort of what's happening over here uh, has got over to, to the UK and we, we go nuts over it now. Stranger Whoa. Things. That was, that was kind of big oh, this year. Oh, yeah, so yeah. so uh, what, what, what about... What, what about Boris Johnson? Is he a big... Uh, like, or And the rest of the royal family? Is that like a big thing or no? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, see, I love the royal family. You can't... You can't I love the royal family, okay? So I'm a big royalist fan. Boris Johnson, if you've asked me two years ago, I thought he was good. Ask me now, I think he's a complete and utter bell-end. Um, so I'm glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's going. He's done, uh, uh, he, did, he did his job, and now he's a complete... See, he is, he is the typical thing that I regale against in the UK, and that's your public schoolboy entitled... He thinks he's entitled to do whatever he wants and get away with it and, and just... Mumbling apology, all that box, and uh, oh now you've started he, him now. Forget <laughs> it. He's gone, he's gone. He's toast, and 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 he should have been gone six months ago. All right, so I, I didn't want to get political. So let, oh, what, what is your political? <laughs> show, <yeah. laughs> so, but, but I'm gonna. So what, what? What about what about over here? Uh, what about uh, uh, Justin Trudeau? Um, what, what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, what, what is what is his reputation overseas? We only hear about what we think of him and Canadians. Uh, he's the Canadian prime yeah, minister, prime, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, we we don't really hear much about him. Uh, to be honest, uh, I stopped watching the news maybe just before, just after COVID started. Yeah, good, so good. Yeah. So, so 
Yeah, no, I prefer I prefer to watch films now and, and actually escape from all the bollocks that's going on in the world. So I don't really know much about Justin Trudeau. All right. We know a bit about Trump. But yeah, yeah, I, 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 I bet you do. Like he's <laughs> wa- walking in front of the Queen and uh, making an ass over. Yeah, that's just uh, Boris's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about what about uh, uh does uh, does everybody hate Meghan Markle as much as we hate her? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so again, you know, it was it was. Uh, so I love the royal family, but I don't like them. So so they they um, were good to start with, I think. And then they came out with all this crap about leave us alone. Uh, that we're going to go move to America. Oh, and by the way, leave us alone, but we're going to sign a big contract with Netflix where we're going to get loads of publicity. So yeah. actually, if you want to do that, it's like you, you can't have your cake and eat it. You either want to be left alone or you want the publicity. And the problem is, right, Prince Harry... I thought did loads of good. So he does the Invictus games. I don't know if yeah. you, you know that, right? So yeah. for, for all the disabled servicemen and all that sort of stuff, does a really, really good job of that. And it gets overshadowed by the whole Meghan Markle thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm not her biggest fan. Right. N- next, next question. Like I said, these, yeah, these are just <laughs> random. So we're going to move along when you're, so you're, you're here in Orlando now. Um, yeah. What um and and you're like and you're in Orlando, so you can have any food you want from essentially anywhere in the world. But what's one food you're missing from home? Like what's one you know? After like a couple of weeks, you're like, I really wish we had good Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes. You know what a Jaffa cake is? Uh, we just saw there's a uh, there's a TV show called uh, How It's Made, and it's uh, or how do they do that? And it's based yeah, yeah, yeah. out of and it's based out of the UK. We yeah. just saw how Jaffa cakes are made. So yes, yeah. Jaffa cakes. So I can't get them anywhere over here, and they are they are brilliant. So so they taste good. There's not many calories in it, and you can eat the whole packet in about twenty minutes. Fantastic. I didn't see the same show Kevin did. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the funny thing is, right? So so you go to Publix down the road, okay, and they they very nicely got a, a UK bit on their aisle. So in the foreign food section. So it's about three foot wide, okay? And there's there's a couple of things, but baked the, beans. the baked beans and yeah. the, big, the biggest thing they've got is curry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Curry. So that tells you that everybody else thinks that because we're from the UK, we just eat curry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which we do. We do eat a lot of curry. We love curry. It's fantastic. But the bit I miss the most is Jaffa cakes. Now, now, what, explain, what Jaffa cake? now, now explain to care because me, it's... It was more like a cookie, but I don't think, think you called a cookie. Well, there's this is the debate. Oh, oh, is it? Oh, is, is there oh, a debate on this? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a big thing. Oh, is it a cookie or is it a cake? Is it a cake or is it a cookie? And the reason the reason it's a big thing is because, um, and I'm not sure which way around it is, but we pay this tax in the UK called VAT, value added tax. Yeah. And I think if it's a cake, you don't have to pay VAT. If it's a biscuit or a cookie, you have to pay VAT. So there's this whole thing. For me, it's a biscuit. Hey ho, and it's it's kind of like this. Uh, it's, it's, it's 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 about I don't know how big is it. I don't know, but it's it's kind of this uh, like a a hard sponge with like some orange jam on it, and then covered in dark chocolate. Yeah, uh, care. Uh, you uh, tasty cakes uh, has like uh, yeah. like a chocolate cookie. That is, it looks similar to a Jaffa cake, you know, so. And, and uh, I'm going like gonna, gonna to send you some Jaffa cakes now. <laughs> yeah. Please do. I'm going to send you some Jaffa cakes, okay? You know, you know, so um, you know. 
I, 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 because I, I know I've gotten some food. I've gotten some snacks from from Dez. Right. We've exchanged snacks along the way. <laughs> and and um, I, we've gotten some stuff that was really, really good and some stuff that, eh, yeah, so Yeah, well, we, we, what, shrimp what chips, was, I think. What, which one? I think he sent shrimp chips or something or. Uh, I like them. Jennifer like didn't. Them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we see. So, so, you know, in the UK, uh, we're big on fish and chips. That's kind of our national dish. Yeah. So you go to a chip shop and you get fish and chips. So they then started making them into like a, a, a crisp in a bag. Oh, they're Ooh, really good. Chips. So, chip, yeah. so chips over here. Chips over, so chips over here are fries, right? So, yeah. so yeah. you go and get fries and, and some fish. But then they made uh, fries and fish in a, in a bag like potato chips. Yeah, we used to get, uh, um, uh, Jessica and I, we used to do the unboxings each month uh, for a uh, um, snack crate. So each month was a dedicated country. So we'd get England, we'd get Ireland, Japan, China, you know, Australia. And uh, Greece was the worst. Greece has the worst snacks hands down across any, any place. Uh, we did the, uh, the Australian, and I learned about the value-added tax on sugar. In yeah. Australia is so high, that's why their candy sucks um, because there's not a lot of sugar in it. So yeah, I decided because I decided to send one of our followers a big box of candy and snacks and kids for his for his kids and uh, um, for American snacks and uh, just this box like twelve by twelve box. They hit them with a hundred and fifty dollar wow. tax bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and uh, so yeah, I felt I felt bad. Well, I was, I was amazed because I didn't realize that there's certain candies and certain snacks and foods that you can't get in England that we have here. <clears throat> so that's what I was, that's when we had sent stuff over for Des and, you know, his son. It was literally about, you know, hey, let's get this, these, we can't get this here. We can't get that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we made sure that we had sent over um, some, some pretty good snacks. I think Des got the better end of the stick, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think think his son ever saw those. 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 (laughs) That's it. So, Rocky Mountain Cigar Show wants to know uh, if Gareth has finally left you alone. (laughs) Yes, he fucking has. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on one second. I'm yet yet to meet him in the flesh. Yeah. I think he's, he's disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, I and think the last leaving me abusive messages on my answer phone. Yeah, I think the last I, I think the last I heard it was a fake heart attack and yeah 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 you know it was yeah. like uh, it was like a an episode from Mash with Klinger like half the family's hey. pregnant half the family's dying yeah 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 it was like a multitude it was a drama of, you could have yeah. written a film about it you know so yeah and, and to be amazing. honest you know at, at the time when that was going on we just kept saying well you know the reason he's doing that is because we're doing well so we, we we almost took it as a compliment because you know why why would he attack us otherwise so we we were doing very well and he was jealous and um and i think he's got some issues but hey ho, yeah all right so uh we're having some problems with the uh the facebook comments jess where is des commenting at that um, you can't I'm see yours. on my personal yeah, it's kevin shahan is live now all right so uh yeah i'm seeing it and, it, and it's made as a, a public a public post so i apologize for uh des and i see doug um yeah. so uh um, yeah, doug popped up 
Dez is the only one who's not popping up. Is oh, is, is he? Oh, that, that's kind of that, that's kind of strange. So, so Dez, go over to the uh, the Cigar Prop YouTube channel. Yeah, you're on you're, you're on you're, you're on a streaming streaming device. So, uh, yeah, I see yeah. Doug on there. So, yeah, yeah, Doug yeah, Dez, Dez, fi figure it out. Go over to uh, uh, YouTube. Yeah. Um, so only, only because he's been commenting, and I, I I'm like, yeah, oh, like, oh kind of strange. So, all right, next food question: When you're back home. What's one thing that you really miss from the states that you that you just you want sometimes? Well, a good steak. Oh yeah, a yeah. good steak. See, there's this restaurant about twenty minutes from here called Ovation. It's a smokehouse, and it does it. It's just the best steak I've ever had in my life. And 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 so this this house we're in now in in, in Orlando, we rent this out uh, a lot of the time, and people say to me. Where should we go and eat? And there's two places I go and tell them to eat. An ovation, go and get a steak at Ovation, just the best thing ever. We'll go to Manny's Chop House, which is also now. Fantastic. Now, is it that you can't get a well-prepared steak, or is it hard to get good steak, like that cut of meat? You, you don't get it as good. So, mm. so, so in the UK, right, so if I went and got a steak, i get a, uh, a six-ounce fillet steak. That, that's, that's a steak, right? Unless you go to a really posh london restaurant and you might get bigger but you go to ovation and you get oh you can get up to a 12 ounce for the steak but it's just cooked so well because it's smoked and we don't do smoked steak in the uk okay so i think i think it's the smoking process it's just the best it just melts in your mouth it's just great mm. Yeah, Carol. Carol generally eat a six ounce steak while he's waiting for his steak to come. Um, so, uh, Actually, you know what's funny is is I'm not. I do like steak, but I prefer pork. I prefer oh, pork. Yeah, a, yeah, a, I great, a great pork chop mm. over a steak. Do you eat a lot of lamb over here? Yes, I love okay. lamb. Well, yeah. you know, I, 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 I just answered the the question for the whole United States for my fat ass. <laughs> No, but I I personally love lamb. So and what no, about what about what about things like liver? Now now growing up uh, as a kid, I, I ate liver all the time. I love okay. liver onions, liver but onions. um, oh, yeah. um <laughs> lamb is one thing I don't ever hear. Care is the only one I know that eats lamb. Like That's, it's not something that no, yeah. my, my family you know that Jennifer here. Jennifer will make a proper a proper shepherd's pie. Right. Because over wow. here they call they, they call shepherd's pie with meat, but that's a, a cottage pie. Correct. Cottage Correct. Pie. Shepherd's yeah. pie is made with lamb meat. Yeah. Mm. Hence so the shepherd. She, yeah, she will make the shepherd's pie. Yeah. And then you know they say well, shepherd's pie. I'm like that's cottage pie. It's not a shepherd's pie. It's made with ground beef. See, mm. see, Mandy really likes liver, right? And 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 I hate it with a passion. When I when I was a kid, uh, my mum used to cook liver, bacon, and onion regularly ah. on a Sunday. Yeah. And and I would refuse to eat it, and I would be told you're not leaving the table till you finish that. So I'd sit all Sunday afternoon into Monday, probably Tuesday as well, just staring <laughs> at a bowl of liver, bacon, and onion, and, I, and even the smell of it just ah, oh, oh, no, no, thank you. Oh, absolutely delicious! I can smell it now, yeah, and, it's, and, and it's just it's just delicious. That's how I feel about corned beef. Yeah, yeah, Jessica's not a corned beef. Oh, uh, she doesn't like the smell of, smell I, of the corned beef. I can, I can, corn see, I can, my, my thing is, I can, afford, I can afford to eat proper food. And yeah. I, don't need to eat, I don't need to eat the offal, the stuff that, yeah, you know. I agree. <laughs> uh, so so fi final food question and, and final, 
Final question into our, our lightning round. Um, I'm sorry, Des. Des did yeah. send me Duff cakes. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I'm and, sorry, Des. Yeah, probably, probably uh, Joseph, young Joe, stole them all and ate them before before he realized <laughs> it. So uh, what, what what is something uh, that we eat over here that uh, uh, that you find absolutely minging in your in your term, I tried to throw in a. a, a, a try. I had to look up to see what the UK version of gross was, and they said it was. And they said it was minging. So I hope I used that right. Oh, I don't know. Because 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 I wouldn't eat it, so I'd only go. I'm I'm very boring with food, so I like a bit of Oriental food. Love a steak. Love love chicken, and that's it. Can't, that's it. I'm done. Oh, what's that? Oh, corn dogs. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not too keen on corn dogs. Yeah. Wait, what? Have you have you ever eaten a corn dog? Yeah, yes. once. Yeah, they're they're amazing. No, they're they're trash. Yeah. yeah. Trash. That's got guys. that's got liver, bacon, and onion in it. I'm telling you. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It's got it's got hoof. It's got hoof. It's got hoof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it does. Yeah, there, there's a pretty good chance your your corn dog has a hoof in it. That's uh, without uh, without. I, I, used, I used to try and tell my kids, you know, because so I don't know if you know, there's there's a chef in the UK called Jamie Oliver. Yeah, famous chef, right? And he uh, he did this whole thing about trying to ban this product called Turkey Twizzlers. <laughs> and turkey Twizzlers were just basically somebody sweeping up on the factory floor, hanging <laughs> in the pan, gluing it together, and they come up with this thing and they sell it for a lot of money. And the kids used to love it because it was full of e numbers and salt and da da da. And he 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 held it, had this whole campaign about telling people what was actually in turkey. Like, there was no turkey in there. So she she's she hates Jamie Oliver now. Uh, well, uh, Uncle Roger also hates Jamie Oliver. Uh, I don't know if you know who Uncle Roger is uh, from no. TikTok and YouTube. Uh, he's a stand-up comedian and a chef. And uh, boy, he does not like Jamie Oliver. Uh, <laughs> you know, just not. Jamie Oliver just just tries cooking too many Asian dishes, like getting out of his wheelhouse. <laughs> and Uncle Roger does not like. Yeah, he, Uncle Roger yeah. goes around. Anybody who's cooking any kind of Asian meals, he just traps. Yeah, like, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. The reaction videos. And it, it's uh, it's hilarious. That's so, funny. so all right. So, so, so we, we've got to know you a little bit. Um, you also, um, which which people might might be thinking now, what is Rebellion Cigars? So you actually uh, have a cigar lounge in in the UK, correct? No. So so. Okay, no. Yeah. I'll tell you the little story, right? So okay, I've been, I've been trying to get into the cigar business for years because in the UK. It's not like it is over here. It's it's way way removed from how it is over here. So it's very um, uh, closed shop. Okay, so so I'm going to be careful what I say. But but um, you you I, I try I tried to set up a website about ten years ago selling Cuban cigars. Cause, and, and and I'll tell you the reason why I wanted to do that is because I thought I could buy a trade cheaper and therefore save myself a ton of money. Okay. And I wasn't allowed to do that. Uh, there's a there's an import company in the UK that controls the Cuban cigar market, and unless you have a shop, they won't they won't supply you, right? So that kind of failed. And the whole rebellion cigar thing came about. Um, lots of discussion, but actually, it was a drunken night in a taxi in Malta, and um, and I kind of thought, no, I've got I've got to have a go at doing this. 
And the whole point was to try and get our own brand of, of good cigars that we could sell in the UK at a low price because cigars are too expensive in the UK. There's a, there's a whole bunch of duty and taxes and God knows what else you've got to pay. Um, and too many people in the middle making too much money. And we just wanted a, to cut through all that and try and bring uh, our cigar to the market and allow people to smoke a cigar that was good and not too expensive. And then COVID hit. So, so I actually registered the name for this in about February 2020. And uh, we had a whole trip planned to Nicaragua uh, to go and visit some factories, We, you know, to get some stuff sampled and, and some blends and get them made. And then we were going to do that in April 2020. COVID hit. Uh, so that was all screwed up. Um, so long story short, I managed to find a couple of um, uh, good factories in the Dominican Republic who, who said they'd work with me. They sent me a ton of samples. Uh, I spent the summer uh, smoking a lot of cigars. And, <laughs> you hard, know, it was hard work, was but somebody yeah, had yeah. <laughs> uh, And basically, as, as Mandy will tell me many, uh, many a times, it's not all about me. It's about the cigar. It's about what other people want to smoke as well. So Sweet Child of Mine, which is the one I'm smoking now, that was my first one, which is why it's called Sweet Child of Mine, because it was like giving birth. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a real struggle. It really wasn't. It was. Like it was. It was, it was <laughs> and uh, and then and then of course we found out about all the regulation, and we thought, well, we're just launched in America. Well, we can't do that because we didn't have a bank account, and we can't get a bank account without being here. We couldn't be here. Uh, we need some licenses. We can't get the licenses without being here. We couldn't be here. So we had to go to Plan B, um, which was setting up um, Rebellion Cigars. Uh, .co.uk, which is a which is a website, and um, and then we thought if we've only got our own product, it's going to be too narrow a market because again we can't advertise in the UK, so it's very difficult to try and get out to customers and, and promote your product. And at the same time, Mandy was working for the National Health Service in in the UK through all the COVID rubbish, and uh, was fed up with doing that. And we thought, right, let's give this a real good go. So we'll sell our cigars. And we'll see what other cigars we can get. So we got some some um, deals with some wholesalers in the UK, uh, and we started selling those. And we 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 try to sell them at the, a better price than everybody else is selling them at in the UK. And we got a lot of a lot of stick for that. Uh, we were told, you know, by by certain people, we couldn't do that anymore. And we said, well, that's why we're called Rebellion because frankly, we can do what the fuck we want. Um, and you know, we we had people threatening us to not supply us anymore. We had Gareth um, coming on the scene, and and we weathered all that. And uh, you know, we have a, a really good business in the UK now. Uh, we bring in, we, we sell a lot of uh, cigars that are bought in by distributors in the UK. But again, it makes the product too expensive because there's forty percent for the distributor. Then you got to pay the VAT and everything else, and it and it. By the time it gets to the end user, it's too expensive. So, hence the reason we started speaking to people like Care uh, and Banff and all these other other suppliers that we now sell. So we're trying to, you know, cut the middleman out, get those cigars into the UK market, and uh, allow people to smoke what they want to smoke when they want to smoke, but at twenty percent less than they can pay elsewhere. And that's kind of where we are in the UK now. Um, 
And it was always a dream to try and launch in, in the US. Um, and we will be launching the, the brand officially at the PCA exhibition in February next year in Vegas. So yeah. we have stand booked. Uh, we've still got to get some licenses sorted out before we can do that, but they're, they're in hand. And then it's, you know, we're, we're ready to go. And, we, and we're really excited about it because, you know, we want to get out there and just get our product out to the market. So, so will you Karen, have a, Adam, oh, no, go no, ahead, Karen. No, uh, no, go ahead, bud. No, I was going to say, so you already have a U.S. distributor of your cigars here? No. Or, okay. So we have, we have, so the, one of the factories we use has a, uh, a warehouse in Miami. So, oh, okay. So that makes sense for us to ship them into his warehouse and then we'll be distributing them from there. Right. Okay, go ahead, Kerr. I just had a follow-up question to that because this all came from a, 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 a drunken night in the on the Isle of Malta. Yes. Did, did you go to the bar that Oliver Reed died? Yeah, probably. I can't remember. <laughs> but that's why. That's that's why it was a drunken night. Yeah. yeah was, if, was... If, if, if you could remember, were you really, were you really ever well, in I Malta? Mean, Oliver Reed yeah. was. I was definitely was, in Malta. Oliver Reed is a famous. He's an actor from from England. Yeah. And uh, he, he told died. me he was in Malta. <laughs> he, and he, he died during the filming of uh, Gladiator on That's the correct. Isle of Malta. Yes. He he died during the filming of that. Yeah, oh, I didn't at know like that. sixty some years old, out drinking uh, Merchant Marines and like the, That's the, right. Yeah, his bar tab was ridiculous on how many <laughs> bottles of rum, whiskey, beers, beating these Merchant Marines and arm wrestling, and then just died. Ah. What what a what a way to go! He's not a happy man. He's a happy man. He's a happy. But but my question is with and you you know built up that that great story of, of the, the Cuban cigars in, in the UK, and and just the the established brands, right? Yes. How are the your brand and the other brands that you're bringing in, um, that are the boutique brands and even some of the the bigger brands, but are maybe not this you know what what the that the regular uh, English uh, cigar smoker has been used to over the last several decades. So, so if we if we bring a new brand in, we think it takes between six months and a year to try and get that established. Um, because, as I said before, we can't advertise. So, so people like Des has really helped us enormously because because we'll bring we'll bring new stuff in and we'll we'll obviously send some to him and he does his cigar cabin reviews, which is mm-hmm. great. We have this thing called the Rogues Club, which we have, um, I don't know, about 150 subscribers now. And so we put the cigars in those boxes and, and we don't make any money out of that. That's about trying to get those cigars to people. They then put yeah. it on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter and all that sort of stuff. And then people think, well, OK, they like it. I'll have a, I'll have a look and I'll, and I'll try it as well. But it it takes time to to establish it. But. It you know it's working really well now I think and um, are they being uh, well received as you know like I said yeah. as opposed to what they're used to smoking a- absolutely yeah. because because it, in particular now and I think I think the next six months are going to be really key because I don't know if you're aware but the Cuban cigars have gone up massively in price oh yeah, yeah. three hundred percent right. on some of yeah, them. yeah yeah so so if you took a uh, Cohiba robusto okay the the one of the one of the retailers in the UK would sell uh, three months ago for I don't know forty five pounds. They're now seventy five pounds, okay, for one cigar. Okay, so I think people are saying, well, "Hang on, we need we need to look around and we need to open up to what else is out there," uh, because the range that's been in the UK is very narrow. 
uh, and they are welcome it with open arms. So they'll buy a sample pack. So they'll buy a sample back of Stogie Road and they'll say, yeah, I really like Big Tony. I'll buy some more Big Tony. Uh, and that and that's, you know, what we're at. And that's what we're trying to do all day, every day to get those those brands out there. And, and uh, you know, people have got to make their own mind up. I mean, for me, it's about, I mean, I love to smoke cigars. I find it the most relaxing mm-hmm. thing. You know, I come home from work, had a stressful day. Um, I go in my in my man cave and I smoke a cigar and I wind down smoking a cigar. Uh, if I'm on a golf course, if I'm having a stressful time on a golf course, I'll smoke loads of cigars. If it's a good time on the golf course, I'll smoke loads of cigars. And and it's just, you know, it's a lifestyle. And, and um, unfortunately, in the UK, there's a bit of a bit of a nanny state because, you know, there's a lot of regulation. I mean, you'll know, care some, some of your cigars, we couldn't use the right name because yeah. public health said you can't use that word in the name of a cigar so we had to change the name because what they're trying to say is we're not adults and we can't make our own mind up to to what we smoke and i hate that absolutely hate it so so you know in this country it's great you you can bring out a new cigar limited edition today right and sell it all day every day immediately we can't do that in the uk we have to register it we have to pay a registration uh which is quite expensive you know, yeah, so that, you, that, that's one thing I was just going to ask. You'd mentioned because you, you brought in Stogie Road cigars, uh, and it's a question for Care as well. And um, so, you know, Care, is there anything that you have to do, you know, to sell cigars to uh, a Sean and Mandy, you know, as in like paperwork or anything? And then Sean and Mandy, you know, the follow up, you know, like you were just about to say registration and everything else. He just has to lower the price. We do everything <laughs> else. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry you're breaking up, Sean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I got to tell you, Sean and Mandy have been fantastic to work with. They really have been. I mean, just professional and and really very kind and in, incredibly uh, prof- professional, generous people. Um, I obviously sent along my my licensing and stuff but um i sent them you know x amount of cigars for the testing and you know it's it's a lot of trust when you do that right because you're, you're sending over a product and, you, and and you're putting your trust in into an individual who knows their rules and regulations within their country so um you know it, I, I i guess I, it didn't i was surprised that the, the turnaround time honestly um, well, they process the cigars through, like we mentioned, the sweetgrass gringo is the gringo. So that was what I said. So, so you, did you have to, you obviously had to create a new sticker? Yeah, know, we're going to be creating new stickers for, for the gringo. But, um, but on my end, it, it really was they, Sean and Mandy, they made it very, very easy and, uh, for me, uh, to be able to get, you know, the products over there. Um, and again, it, it's been a fantastic, uh, uh, relationship and, and, and what's nice as well is once the testing goes through, um, that now you can have different Vitolas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you know, you don't have to test that, those, the, uh, you know, every, every single Vitola, which I think here in the States, I, I know that, that there's always that, the, the, we're always over the FDA regulations of what they want to do. Um, but um i that was my end so, so what was they can they can share uh from, from from their end on their next uh now now a lot of people don't know what uh sean i mean what are they testing for what is the testing process for like when you bring a cigar over well at the moment 
on cigar products that they don't test the cigar okay so we don't need we don't have to send any cigars to them they they may possibly come to us in the future and say we we will be doing okay this. So it was a kind of the same thing here what we what we need to we need to provide them with the information of what is it, what exactly is used in that blend so the leaves that are the exact leaves that are used oh, okay um and what, what percentage what weight uh, uh, and all that sort of stuff um so so when so when you you decide to bring in care cigar he sends you some samples and um um like what is the next step so do you have to fill out some paperwork and then how long does that take before the government says okay you're clear to sell stogie road cigars what's that process like it's really good we've we've worked really hard alongside it it was public health england they're not called that anymore they they just changed their name but um we worked really hard with them and built built up a really good relationship so actually you know there's trust there now from 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 both both sides so we're actually finding that we can get things registered really quickly so it takes okay. it takes about take, it takes about a month okay right. so okay this is the stupid thing right this is this is and again this is government's for you right so so we have to fill all this paperwork out and we <clears throat> and, and and mandy's right it's a trust thing so we tell them where the cigars coming from what the what the, the filler is the binder is the wrapper everything everything that's in that cigar okay but nobody nobody ever says give me a cigar to check it <laughs> Right. That, yeah. At the, at at the, the moment. moment they, at the with, moment, yes. With cigarette products, yeah. you have to send them in. They need to be tested, and, <clears throat> and, and that I know is a very lengthy process. At the moment, they are not doing that with cigars. There are there is rumbling in the pipeline that that will be coming. Well, well, it, it's like over here, um, they're not able to figure it out. Like on the testing, like they, they, they've been threatening this testing, but then when they're asked, well, what would you test for? They go, we don't know. No. You know like, like we, we no, don't, we, we don't know how, we don't know how to test. Yeah. They really can't. I mean, when they you talk, when you talk about the testing of cigarettes, it's because cigarettes, they, it's, it's, it's like this processed ingredients and yes. they know all the chemicals that are in there, the yep. percentage yep. of chemicals that are in there and the tobaccos in there. With cigars, it's all natural aged right. tobacco, yep. and and the percentage of the tobacco and even the nicotine or whatever they're looking for can vary from crop to crop. Yep. What's crazy about cigarettes is is that it's it, it's I don't want to say it's easier to to test. I think it's simpler because it's it's a process. It, it's 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 a product that's processed, and they already know. The percentages of chemicals that are allowed and what and, and and what's acceptable yeah yeah i mean who, who knows i mean i mean I, I actually obviously look at what the fda are doing and, and and i'm quite jealous i think in in how easy it seems to me to get stuff done over here as opposed to how it is in in, in the uk oh yeah yeah i just started my own cigar company back in december uh trash panda cigars it cost me a hundred bucks to right. start a to start a cigar company here in Florida, I I filled out an online application. I put in my money, 
and I had a cigar company. That yeah. was it. No yeah. questions asked. No nothing. I can do whatever I want, and it's it's great. The, the big the biggest issue we have is the is HM Customs and Border. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've had we've had shipments. You know, even though we've done all the paperwork correctly and everything else, stuck in uh, in customs for three to four months before. Oh yeah, uh, and you panic like mad because you think, Jesus, if, if you know if they're not kept right, by the time we get them, they're going to be dust. Oh uh, yeah. And luckily, when that happened, you know they've been packed properly. The vidas have been put in there, so they they were okay. You know, we rested them for a good while before before we sold them. But but that's the biggest problem. And the, and and the issue is, they can seize the goods or they can hold on to them, and you cannot phone them, email them, write to them, nothing. You have to wait mm. for them to contact you and say, okay, we've decided it's okay. You can have them. Oh really? So you can't even call and be like, hey, nope. what's going no. on with my package? Nope. You just no, nope. you just have to wait. You wait. Yeah, and luckily, do, 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 do you get them with with uh, with big spikes uh, uh, through the boxes and? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, no, we, we have a, we, we have had a... somewhere the box has been open for inspection, and there might not be as many cigars in there that there should be. Shall we say? Yeah. You know yeah, what? But but the, the, the inspector long... and his three buddies decided <laughs> yeah. to inspect it. it it's a, it, it's called a dad tax, uh, but it's uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and and as long as you get them, like I said, if a couple's missing, whatever, that's part. Yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you take that, that, that's part of business, right? It, yeah. You just write that off to experience. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely right. I mean, and I can tell you here in the States, just, you know, with, with the rulings and, and with even the, the battle of the FDA, it hasn't come at 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 a, a small cost. I mean, it has taken years and yeah. mil millions of, of dollars of legal fees that, you know, from different organizations within the United States to continue to fight for the right to enjoy a handmade you know, cigar that is made with with tobacco, you know, with with aged tobacco. Um, yeah. and, and I can tell you, there's a lot of folks who a lot of like I said, a lot of whether it's a PCA Cigar Rights of America and so on have have put up a, a big fight to to slow down or or to, to stop the process. Oh, yeah. And Carrie, well, you, you the, actually you the, actually just gave them another name for a cigar. Fight for your right from the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, fi yeah. Fight for your but right. The, yeah, but the, th the thing, the thing, royalties on that one. <laughs> yeah, but for me, right. So I, I don't think kids outside school gates are smoking handmade cigars. Okay, no, yeah. Uh, in fact, the biggest issue in the UK is that the kids are going straight to vaping. Yeah, here too. Yep. Yeah. So, so yep. you know, this is this is we're adults, and I can make my own mind up what I want to do and, and I object really strongly to somebody telling me what I can and can't do whether that be smoking something or drinking something whatever and that and that's the issue for me mm -hmm. well that's it you know and uh, um I, I'm not sure on the UK does the UK have socialized medicine or or, or health is free or do yes. you pay for help yes. okay so yeah and, and I see that a lot you know in Canada and some of these countries mm -hmm. that you know with socialized they're like oh you know we got to control the population and with with their health thing but you know at the end of the day cigars it still doesn't make a difference you know yeah but uh, the the easy thing the easy thing right is for the government to say ban smoking right happy days yeah oh yeah but, but the problem is the amount of money they make out of people smoking, yeah they want the money funds funds the health service you know we have to pay 330 pounds per kilogram so two for, per two pounds of tobacco we import in the uk 
plus 50 percent on the on the cost of the stick right mm -hmm. so that's f about five pounds per stick in in tax and duty wow so i'm smoking this cigar five pounds of that is going to the government to pay for my health in the future oh yeah i, I think uh 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 des one night i think i was on with him or we were on with him care and he was smoking a um uh, uh the jc newman the quorum you know yeah, which, oh, yeah, said, yeah. which yeah. said it was like a 12 dollar cigar and i'm like here if you, you can find them on sale for a dollar 87 yeah yeah well, yeah. It, well you know what we here here in the united states you know we do have an s chip tax which 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 funds um the children's health insurance program yeah, it's like you know, 20, it's, 20 cents a cigar. Uh, <laughs> more, what, than that, so that's what, more than that. That's what opened my eyes to this. I'd come to America. And in fact, I used to go to the Corona Cigar Lounge in Orlando. And I'd go in there and, I, and, I'd, and I'd look at cigars and think, Jesus, these are six, seven, eight dollars a stick, right, for a good cigar. And I'm paying 20 pounds, 25 pounds for that in the UK. So where, where's all And that, that's what turned me on to the whole thing. Man. Yeah. And, and speaking of Corona Cigar Lounge, um, what what's the biggest difference in lounges you know versus because i um I, we've got uh, uh, friends in canada and like when you go into a lounge in canada uh and i don't know if that's in every province but um like you're not allowed inside the humidor like you have to go up to the counter and you have to know what you want you're not allowed to go in and look at all the different cigars um is that, is that similar in in the uk yeah so so if you go into a supermarket right uh all cigarettes and tobacco products are behind closed doors now so so you can't even see them on sale so you have to ask for a certain product okay. now when it comes to cigar shops we don't have cigar lounges we have uh tasting rooms okay which is which is which is or sampling rooms sorry which is a, which is a subtle difference because you're not allowed to smoke inside but if you're in a sampling room, you can. So if you go to one of the big cigar retailers in London or Liverpool, any of the big cities, you can go into a big humidor. You can have a look. You can browse. You can smell the cigars. You can pick them up. You can buy them. You can you can smoke them there. But that but that's it. You can't do that anywhere else. And you certainly can't go into any other retail outlet and um, and see cigarettes. But certainly behind closed doors. I think cigars are, are, are treated slightly differently. So we have some retail retailers selling <clears throat> all of our ranges now and um they're okay you can still see them okay so other than that there's no like the no major difference in cigar lounges you know per se what, what about cigar smokers um like i said <clears throat> we're we're always told like over here like when you're in you know and when you're in the uk and you're in england and they're more proper. They take the band off before they light the cigar, you know, so nobody can see the cigar band. And <coughs> is that is that really a thing? No, that's that that is that is back to the old Cuban cigar thing. So the whole thing was you take the band off because we're English, and therefore nobody needs to know what we're smoking because it's bollocks. It's absolute bollocks. So everybody does their own thing i mean I, I i i always smoke a cigar with the band on until it gets about halfway down and and then in theory the band's warmed up so you can peel it off because the glue's warm and and that's it so yeah i don't i don't know anybody now who takes the cigar band off before they've got halfway down okay so um i never heard that before Oh yeah, that I, I yeah, that's, that's what I've always heard. It's an English it's, thing. Yeah, it's an English thing. Care, damn it. Yeah, damn it. I should have known. 
You should you should you should have known for, for I'm sure. still blown away about ninety one US dollars for a Cohiba Robusto. I, it's absolutely well, have a guess how much a Vahiki fifty four would cost you. Well if if I uh, now I just heard I, now I just heard it's going up to Bahike sixty four is going up to three hundred dollars, so I don't know if that's true everywhere, but um but yeah, yeah so, so, so so three months ago a Bahike fifty four at one of the the big retailers in London would set you back three hundred pounds, they're, they're now nearly five hundred pounds five hundred pounds for a cigar. For a cigar, yeah. Wow, a a cigar and 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 they're and there's and they're saying and and I'd get your opinion on it. They're they're saying the Chinese market is what is what's driving. Well, they based it. They based yeah. They based it on Hong Kong pricing. So they're trying to. So what the Cubans are trying to do is standardize the pricing throughout the world. Um, And I've smoked a Bahiki Fifty Four, and it's a very nice cigar, but not not. Not five hundred pounds. Yeah, I mean, six hundred. You know, even a Cohiba Robusto, right at seventy, eighty pounds. I mean, I I can buy uh, eight good cigars and smoke eight cigars that are, you know for the price of one. So give that's give crazy. me the eight cigars over the one all day, every day. And I think that's you know I think this will really help drive the new world cigars because I think more and more people are going to say I'm not paying I'm not paying eighty quid for a cigar, or if I am. Actually, this other stuff that's coming through is is good. So let's smoke those instead. Oh, exactly. And, uh, and welcome uh, Ismail from uh, uh, Bamp Cigars. Ish. Well, How well, you doing, Ish? Ish? We're seeing Ish tomorrow. We are. Oh, really? Are you? Oh, we oh right. Yeah, we're driving right. down. Yeah. Right. Right on. So, are you seeing more and more, especially since the price increase has gone up? But um, uh, a, a lot of like just new, new, new world cigar smokers. People like you know yeah. I've. I've only smoked Cubans my whole life. And then yes. like, what's their reaction when they smoke like a good spicy Nicaraguan cigar or Dominican cigar? Well, they love them. And then, and then once they've smoked one of those, they want to try other ones because, because they've been limited to what they can smoke. So they've smoked the Cubans and you know, the, the, the Cubans are very limited in what you've got. You've got what you've got, you know, they've, they've, they've been around for years and there's a, there's a legacy there. But now they're saying, Jesus, I've got this this Ace of Spades or this you know, Big Tony or, or um, uh, Barbed Wire or whatever whatever the cigar is. And they say, Jesus, this is actually really good. So what else have you got that's similar that, that suits my taste profile? So if I like a you know, medium to full cigar, what else have you got on the range that meets that? And, and, and I'll smoke them and try them. You know, this again, this is what turned me on to the whole thing, because, you know, I come over to Corona Cigars. It's like, Jesus, there are. <laughs> Hundreds, if not thousands, of different cigars yeah. in this. In this, I, I don't know where to start, but it was great fun, you know. And then, and then you buy two of the. And I, I always used to make this thing of always buying two of everything, so that I'd smoke one and if I really liked it, I'd smoke it again just to make sure I really liked it, and then I go and buy a box because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it's heading, big time. Okay, but I didn't know if you were going to get into any of the uh, the blends uh, from Rebellion. Yeah, go go um, ahead. Yeah. But but I, I just finished up the Ace of Spades, and uh, I got that's my favorite. Out of the, I I, I was just, when you said that I'm like this it's hands down my favorite so far in the yeah. in the lineup. What a fantastic it, it, cigar! It has it, it's the best selling one in the range. I was okay. going to ask you which was yeah. the best selling one because I'll tell you this this it I was getting a a almost a smoked smoky tobacco like a fire cured yeah. flavor to it, not overbearing. 
but no. just enough to just really keep it so interesting and incredible. Somebody said it tasted like a Christmas cake. Yeah, somebody somebody well, yes. described it as tasting like Christmas cake, but it's weird, you know, because because you look well, at we've it, got a huge oh, we've storm got a huge storm coming. In, so. But you yeah. you look at the Ace of Spades, it's very you know the wrapper's very very dark, and you think this is going to be a real powerful cigar, but I don't think it is. I think no. it's, it smokes really well. Great flavor to it. I mean, it, yeah. like I said, I it. it it, it I, I love I was getting some cedar from it, um, a nice earthy tone, but I was getting this this I don't know what you're getting, Kev, but I was getting kind of like this fire cured smoky flavor to it. And it it, it kind of picked up after the first third and really maintained yeah. through the whole cigar it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I was getting I'm getting my main, like a, a, a wet earth, a wet hay is what is what I was getting. I'm not getting really any of that smokiness. But just um, that spice, I really love that spice that's yeah. that's there, and, uh, and and the spice kind of, and I don't, and I don't want to mean any disrespect when I say like the spice was 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 shocking or surprising, you know. But when we, we hear you know about you know people in 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 UK Europe, you know, blending cigars, from what I've had, they've been a little bit more. I don't want to say bland or dull, but a little bit more on the Connecticut. It seems like they try and blend and copy a Cuban cigar. You know when you know the world is really going towards these spicier cigars. Yeah, well, do you know, do you know it's weird. Okay, so so out of all the cigars we sell and everything, the the, the big biggest selling cigar is the Rosa Sharon, um, right? Which is I, I can I can cigar. see that, yeah, yeah, which is a nice cigar, but it, but but that's not that's not my taste profile. So it smokes great, but it's not it, it doesn't give me enough oomph, uh, and I prefer something a bit heavier. But but it's, it's it's this is the great thing about smoking cigars. It's like Jesus, there are thousands of different ones. Try them, find the ones you like, and smoke them because you know it's like red wine. I like a heavy red wine, and there's tons of you know I don't like French wine. It's too too light and fruity for me. I prefer a heavier a heavier beer. Yeah, just you know, just is? like just like the French. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. There's a history between us and the French. Hey, yeah, yeah. We'll go there. So, uh, um, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll have some. Yeah, just one. You're all safe ground here. Don't worry. Yeah, that, that, that's it. So, um, I, I, let, let's go back. For how long have you been smoking a cigar? Like, what was your what's your cigar story? Like, at what point? Who was it? Your dad, uncle, Grant? There's always someone that gets you involved in smoking cigars. Uh, okay, so nobody I know smokes cigars. Okay, I just thought it was, I just thought it was going to be cool. So, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you have the equivalent over here in in the UK. We have these things called working men's clubs, right? So it's the it's the the blue collar workers, right? The miners, the, the all those guys, and they and they uh, they go in these clubs, and the beer was cheap, and uh, so Mandy used to sing in a band, and. Um, they used to play a lot in the working men's clubs. So so I would go in there and I would smoke uh, Costello cigars. Now, Costello cigars, they used to advertise those, those 35 years ago, and it was called the cigar that's as big as a pint. So you'd have a pint pot and the cigar <laughs> was as big as the pint pot. And I thought I was the bee's knees. I was in there in my tank top. You know, <laughs> think, thinking he, he, I was, was a, he was a keeper. I was cool. I was so cool. It's unbelievable. And I'd be smoking these, and I just, I just started smoking cigars. I've never smoked cigarettes. I tried a cigarette once, made me puke. Never smoked them ever since. Always smoked cigars. And then somebody went to the Dominican Republic, 
and they and 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 they knew I liked a cigar. And they brought me back these cigars called Santa Damiana in in tubes, uh, uh, um, robusto in tubes, and I fell in love with those. And so that was my first visit to a cigar shop. I found this cigar shop uh, in a in a place called Oxford near us. And that guy taught me how to cut it, taught me how to light it, and and I've never looked back. And and um, and it's weird because you know, 30 years ago we'd go and have we're going to have food, and after a, after after a nice meal, normally steak, you'd retire to the lounge in the restaurant and we'd light a cigar because that's what you did. You mm-hmm. can't do that now. And I even know I even know this one guy who was with me said I'll have a cigar and. Um, so we're puffing away happily on these cigars, having a wait of a time. And his cigar's not smoking very much. And he says, I'm having trouble with this cigar. There's something wrong with it. He hadn't cut the end off. <laughs> so, so I don't even know how he got any smoke out of it because he's sucking on this cigar. It's still capped and he got no smoke out of it. So, and that was it. And then, and then, you know, I started looking at, you know, how do I get Cubans and all this sort of stuff? And, and and I could only afford to smoke maybe two cigars a month because it was too expensive. Um, and, that, and, that, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So so it, so it's always been an expensive um, habit, hobby, if you will. So even when you were first starting off, it was always yeah. expensive? Always expensive. And then I came over here on holiday 12 years ago and thought, Jesus, happy days. Took back as many as I could take back legally. And um, it's almost cheaper to get a flight over here <laughs> and go home and it's to buy them in the UK. Now, now you, um, do you, you have a rule? No, go ahead, Kev. I was going to say, do you have a rule on how much you can bring over? Yeah. You can, take, you, can, you, you can, so you can only take 50 cigars back from the US now, but until, until Brexit, you could go to Spain and you could get some really good. You could get Cubans. You could get all sorts of good stuff in Spain. You could take back as many as you wanted. Okay. So it, it was honestly, it was cheaper. It was cheaper to get a, an easy jet flight to Spain for 30, 40 pounds and take back two hundred cigars that you could legally do, than it was to buy them in the UK. Now, I don't. I don't want to jump rails here no, on, go ahead. Yeah. on the cigar conversation, but. There is something said that I think we need to explore more, and that was Mandy. What singer? What kind of music? I, I need to know more about this singing. Oh yeah, I I, I don't care about the cigars right now. Wow! Uh, right from I think I was about fourteen when I joined my first band, um, which was like the sixties, sixties music. Then um, then rhythm and blues. All right. So, but what Mandy doesn't tell you, because she never, she she'll never tell you this, is when you were how old? Ten. Ten. Ten till I was. So you know the musical 13. Annie. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy was Annie. Get out of here! How awesome yeah. is that? In, in in the West End. I was. Really. Yeah. yeah I did three years. Oh, you still wow. you still break out some tunes every now and then, or doing some. No, uh, not very often. <laughs> now and again. Now and again. I'm a bit old for all that now. That's all right. Rhythm and blues. You're never too old for rhythm and blues. No, 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 never. Now, now, what about now? You've got two daughters, correct? Yeah. So, are are, the, are they are they sing? Are they, they 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 inherit your musical abilities? No, they inherited mine. They're great. <laughs> really not. Really, really not. Sean Sean plays the guitar. I can play one song. Leaving on a jet plane. 
Oh, great but song. I'll play, I'll, play, I'll play it with Overdrive. It's rock. Yeah. rock. It's not good. Not good early <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so you, you get Sean, Kerr, and, uh, and uh, um, uh, Lars together. Get a, oh, little, yeah. get, get, a, get a little band to go in. We can so, rock out. Yeah, and then our youngest one, she studied at college. She studied music at college. And then you you had said before the show that uh, that you had given up cigars because cigars and cigarettes. Um, is uh, is Sean the one that got you into cigars, or is that club? You know, um, how'd you get into cigars? Well, I, I was a cigarette smoker first, really. Um, and then went to cigars. Well, no, so you, think, gave, you thinking, gave up. Yeah, thinking that would be a step towards, you know, don't smoke, don't smoke the cigarettes anymore. So smoke the cigars. But it was just, I've got, I've, I'm either going to just do it all or I'm not going to do anything. Oh, that's, that's understandable. So, what about, what about your daughters? Are they, are they cigar smokers at all? No, no, neither of them. No. Okay, no, and actually, they're, they're they're both moan at us now because they're both nurses, so we get we get into trouble now. Oh, <laughs> my, my, my bad habits. Yeah, my my daughter's a nurse, so uh, yeah, and and then they both work for you, right? I've seen on your website that they're both uh, part of part of the business. Yeah. 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 Well, the the young the youngest while we're out here, the youngest ones actually running the business for us while we're out here. Right. Oh, wow. so, so so is there any you know with, with family and have you ever thought about opening up a, a, a lounge in in your in your town or in your area no because because so where we are in swindon right so so when we first set up rebellion cigars it's actually quite weird the number of cigar smokers who are actually in swindon who are now customers but it wouldn't be enough to sustain a cigar lounge because by the time you've paid rent, staffed it, all that sort of stuff. You're probably 100,000 quid a year in. And then you've got to charge more for the cigars and all that sort of stuff. And that's not what we're trying to do. So, yeah, we've steered away from it. You know, and if you go if you go to the major cities, so if you go to London, Birmingham, Oxford, all, all, all the major cities in the UK, they'll still have a cigar lounge. They're, they're still going on. I think there's been a resurgence, particularly since COVID. Um, I think more people working at home and then they could think, well, I'll tell you what, while I'm working at home, I'll have a cigar at lunchtime mm-hmm. after work, you know, so I think that that helps. Oh, it, exactly. It'd be it'd be nice, you know, um, uh, th- to have a place. But, yeah, with with that kind of rent and taxes, I could understand of just yeah. not being able to um, be able to do that. Now, are there cigars that because you, you talked about, you know, the middleman, you know, of just making money. Um, are there cigars that you would like to be able to sell, but you just can't get because you have to go through, you know, a, a distributor? Well, Cubans. Cubans are the, the prime example. So so for us, we actually stack a, a stock a small selection of Cubans because what we're trying to do, again, is, is sell those Cubans at a better price than anybody else because it attracts people to our site. And then hopefully they'll try all the other New World cigars that we've got. And we have to get those through a through a third party. Wow. We have to get those through a third, a third party that, that helps us out because we can't get them through the UK distributor. So we we take very small margin on those just to try and mm-hmm. you know for us it's a loss leader to try and get customers to try the new world stuff. Okay. It's a the Florida storm will be done in about eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Now, now, where you know, um, um, so obviously you ship, 
Um, I, I know being in the, uh, well, being where you're at, you're not allowed to ship to the States here. Um, I, 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 I got some cigars from uh, Mitchell or Chant at Cigars. Oh, yeah, sure yeah. So uh, he sent me a box of cigars <clears throat> and he actually had to send them to a friend of his that owned a bookshop. Actually, I probably shouldn't even be saying this. It's probably it's probably yeah, Kevin, trouble. Kevin, this you know? is where you, so, where you, so this question. Is, it's not Mitchell. There was this. There, there was this. Uh, there was this other yes. shop um, down the street. Uh, yeah. So they actually had to ship them to Scotland, um, and then from Scotland they had to come over here um, to to the U.S. And it was a whole big, whole big thing. Where we so we 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 our credit card company will not allow us to accept credit card payments from the, from the US, right? Okay. Uh, but we've shipped some cigars to various people. There, there are ways, you know, just, just like there are people in the UK who are buying cigars in the US and getting them shipped in. And sometimes uh, the wonderful people at HM Customs and Excise will give them a bill for 500 quid for the privilege of doing that. And other times it gets through. And you can't blame them, you know. You really, you really can't blame them when it's so cheap over here compared to how expensive it is in in the UK. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it, it's absolutely uh, crazy, you know. Just uh, being able to get cigars, you know, it's just it's just mind boggling. Yeah. You know, just just it's, the, pure, the... it's pure. It's purely duty and tax. Mm -hmm. Like I say, you know, if I buy if I buy a five dollar cigar over here, uh, which is about four pounds now. I have to add five pounds to it. Just, just, just that's just my cost. Before I had any profit margin and VAT and everything else to actually sell that in the UK. That that's just that's insane. Now, care, do you have any? Um, um, are are you responsible for any type of uh, <clears throat> duties or taxes going overseas on on your on your cigars, or is it solely? On the the end, you know, the person. It's on the up. end. It's just like it's just like here in the states, you know. Um, if I ship to New York or another state, you know, I'm not responsible for their taxes. Oh, okay. You know, I, I'm responsible for my taxes in my state when I bring my product in, and you know, like you live in Florida, which is the, the land of tax-free yeah. cigars. Pennsylvania is the same way. You know, South Carolina, I think we're right about five and a half, six percent uh, on tobacco tax. So anything I'm bringing in, I'd have to pay that tax on. But anything being shipped out, you don't. Now, there's different rules in different states. Like if I ship to New York, I have to collect the tobacco tax from the person buying it and then pay the state. There's other states where you have to send them um, a, a, either a monthly, quarterly or yearly invoice of all the cigars that you sold within that state. And, and what you charge so that they can kind of cross-reference to make sure that those people are paying their taxes. Um, some states, like Ohio, you have to go through a distributor. You can't sell directly to a cigar shop. Um, so every state here in the U.S. is a little bit different, but it's always on the, the responsibility of, of the receiver to pay the taxes, you know, for their particular area. Now, is it the same way for, for you, Sean and Mandy, um, if you're shipping to you know, outside the UK, or, or are you allowed to ship to, uh, obviously, you know, um, Australia, New Zealand, China, Taiwan? Um, you well, have we, any, yeah, any restrictions? So, no, no. So again, it's up to them to pay the GT, oh, okay. relevant GT when they when they import them. So we just we just sell them at trade price, and, and it's up to them. 
But it's funny because I was in uh, California about uh, three months ago and I went to the cigar shop to buy some cigars and I thought, Jesus. Thought you were in England. This is like UK prices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. California, I, it's, I think they're 70 some percent tax mm. right now. Mm. Um, I know when we were out there visiting, um, I think I picked up I, I like a cigar here. I can't remember what brand it was. An $8 cigar was $22 over there, yeah. 20 some dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah but that's, that's the norm for them. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then like over here, like we're not allowed to ship to Utah. And I think it's one of the Dakotas. I, I'm not I'm not quite sure where we're not allowed to, to ship to. Are there, are there certain countries that you're not allowed to ship to? Period. No, we can we can ship wherever we want. I mean, it's it's about oh. payment. So so credit card companies, as I say, for some reason, you can't ship to the states in the UK using a, a credit card. They 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 stop that. Uh, so you have to do it by bank transfer or whatever whatever method. But um, you can you can ship wherever you want as long as you declare it's cigars and and they pay the duty. Oh, okay, so it's ish, 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 ish. I got my, uh, I, I got my New York, New York and California are, are the worst. So I always get this mixed up. California is sixty three and yeah. a half, and then New York is seventy five percent. Yeah. After after you get over that fifty percent, it's like it's. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's crazy! Now you said you're meeting up with Ish uh, tomorrow. How did yes. uh, how how did you and Ish uh, get to know each other? Where where uh, where that relationship start at? So that that came through Des, to be honest. Um, so Des Des had a good relationship with Ish, and he he tried to do some business with somebody else in the in the UK, and it hadn't worked. And we were over in uh, February, and uh, we drove down to Ish's place in February. We met him, we got on, and we we did a deal. And and we were selling his cigars within three weeks of, of doing the deal. So yeah, happy days. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Ab absolutely great guy. We just had him mm -hmm. on uh, um, not not too long ago. Um, oh, what, one question I see here that that I forgot to ask you, uh, which I I didn't understand on your website. Uh, your company tagline is "Serious Smoking, No G." Yeah. What 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 is what does okay. that what does that mean? Right. So when I was growing up, there was this DJ called Steve Wright. He used to be on a radio station and. Uh, he used to do he used to do this this slot on his radio station, which was serious rocking no G, and so I nicked it from there. If I'm honest. Oh, okay. And I just it's, it's always stuck with me. It's just always stuck with me the no G thing. So that's what we did. Okay. I was stolen. It. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that that's perfect. I was I didn't know if there was something more grand, but yeah, that no, 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 no. It's very very simple. It's stolen. Yeah, very, very simple. Yeah, very simple. We stole it. You know yeah. that, that, that that that's it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. So, what what about uh, uh, are you having a hard hard time finding good tea? I, I know I I don't want to be you know just say that you know, but I know that being the UK that you like your tea. How you bring your own tea, tea. kettle over? Sean, Sean hates no, tea. I hate tea. I'm, oh, I'm you hate coffee. tea? I'm, I'm, I'm coffee all day, every day. So yeah. so. It's funny again. So Ish, Ish does this this cigar called a Napoleon D, and I and it's a it's a brandy infused cigar. And I love that in the morning with a cup of coffee. It's just just oh, wow. sets the sets the day off fantastically well. Yeah. So so what else what else have you been smoking um, uh, lately? From like let, let's just say the the bigger guys, you know, Padrone, Drew Estate, Rocky Patel. You know what what you know what what have you been smoking on that you've really been digging lately? 
Well, it's 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 funny. So uh, I don't smoke a lot of that stuff because I, I tend to smoke the stuff we're getting from from Kerr and from Ish and from Karen Berger. Uh, uh, although I do like I do like the Nub cigars. I've, I've I've always been a fan of the Nub cigars just because I like the the bigger gauge cigars and I and I like the fact it's a short. Well, it's not a short smoke. It's a short cigar, but it's still an hour's smoke. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, and. Uh, I actually ordered some of those while I was here that arrived uh, two days ago. Uh, I ordered some nubs, and um, I just love them. Yeah, good cigar. Oh, absolutely! Uh, uh, we've got we've got a couple of I can't I can't say too much yet, but we've got a couple of deals in the offing. Uh, again, we've got some meetings the next couple of days of of, of uh, another couple of suppliers that we're looking to bring on board, um, and they're, and they're pretty good as well. So watch this space. Now, when you, when you say you got uh, some a couple of new suppliers, and then you're bringing in some new cigars, or are you looking to expand your lineup of? of no, we mean some new cigars. So we we try we try and bring in something new every uh, probably every couple of months because you you got to be careful. You, you know, if you do too much, you dilute dilute the offering. Uh, you know, the cigar cigar business in the UK is not huge, so. Uh, we try and bring something in every two months because then it keeps it fresh. It keeps customers coming back to try those. And again, they look at what else you've got on, on the site to, to, to buy. So, right. So, so the, the majority of all your stuff is, is just on your, on your website and that's how yeah. people are finding it. it just boggles. I know we can't do a lot of advertising over here, you know, but, but I had heard like advertising is, essentially locked down zero zero you can't even do you can't do you can't advertise you can't do google adwords you can't even promote okay so you so for example you cannot put on your site uh deal of the month um stogie road cigars half price you can't do that oh really yeah the price is the price that's it now now so who who sets that i mean so do you set the price? You know, like when you bring over Care Cigar, that's the price, and then you can never fluctuate that that price ever. No, we can fluctuate it, but we can't do a deal, so we can't. Oh. discount. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, okay. We can't yeah. discount, so we can't say <laughs> it used to be twenty pounds; it's now fifteen pounds. You can't do that. Okay, so so, what, so di- discounting absolutely forbidden. Wow, yeah, you don't care. Like you get on the websites, it's like fifty percent off. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, all yeah. that crap. You can't do that. Can't. You can't. So we, so we used to, we used to have this thing called um, rock stars. So for every every hundred pound you spent, you got X number of rock stars, and then you could spend those at a later stage to get cigars. Right? You can't do that either, uh, because again, trading standards and public health see that as you promoting smoking, and you cannot promote smoking. So you can't advertise, you can't promote, you can't do anything. So you know, we know we know people who have got YouTube channels that have been closed down because you've got to be careful because if you are promoting a cigar, then you know, Big Brother will come along and say you can't do that. We're going to shut you down. Uh, so like Des with the cigar cabin, he has to be you know quite careful that he's not promoting a cigar. He's just telling people what the cigar is, uh, wow. and you've got to be careful. Otherwise, they'll they'll shut it down. Yeah, I you know, care who. Um... Yeah, the name is eluding me, and 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 that got his his whole site shut down. Uh, he he gave up. Uh, the uh, influencer uh, blogger uh, Brian Glenn. No, uh, over there. Uh, he I think he lives in Taiwan now. Or uh, oh uh, oh oh, that was uh, um, uh, Ferdinand. Yeah, uh, Ferdinand Pete with uh, yeah. uh, what was yeah what was the name of his uh, um, 
But yeah, uh, same thing. You know, he had to be real careful, and, and eventually, I guess they gave him a fine. And they, oh, they, he, they called, he, yeah. he called a lot of shit for. Yeah, they they, for, they threatened uh, him. They threatened to put him like jail or something because really? he was, he's you know, getting, they, I think he's getting he got threat of being booted out of the country. Oh, they, um, that that's what I think that's what it was. They got, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's, and he's a super nice guy, and I mean, it's it's when you when you see what he would write, and he's just a blogger, and you know, and. And and uh, you know, cigar reviewer and very actively involved and knowledgeable, and uh, you know, just one day they came in and just shut him down. But this is the nanny state again, right? Because again, we're all, we're all adults. You have to tick a box on every website you go on to say you're over twenty-one or over eighteen or whatever, whatever, whatever it is, before you can go on the site or, or look at any of that stuff online. You know. And there's a whole lot of other stuff online they should be worried about rather than people smoking cigars. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mi- Ministry of Cigars. You yeah. Know, was uh, what was the, uh, the that one? Okay. That. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, same thing. And and, uh, and sometimes I think one of the things they got him for was just being descriptive of right. like the cigar. Like it, you know, like you said, it tasted like a um, a Christmas cake, or it tasted like that, and then yeah. that that was considered yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Pr- promoting. Well, because you said it tastes like Christmas cake, so so now yeah. now you're talking food, and you can't yep. associate cigars with food. So we we also sell drunk chicken cigars in the UK, but we can't call them that. We have to call them DC cigars. Oh, really? Even can't. even the word even the word drunk? Yeah, no, drunk? no, drunk's oh, okay. No, 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 no. Oh, we couldn't use the word drunk, and we couldn't use the word chicken. So oh, chicken. Yeah. Mm, does that associate with food? Yeah, because yeah. it's associated with food and not yeah. an animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, uh that that's crazy. Now can't um, use drunken. Can't use chicken. So no, what do you call what do you call them? DC DC, DC. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. What's, what's the one we um? What's the one we call the fat hen? Yeah. yeah, you can't. So we couldn't call it fat hen because you can't use the word hen. Or fat. Or fat. Can, can you say plump? Plump. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, fat. You can't. You can't. Buy, you can't name your cigar after body shaming, Jess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now. Now, have pleasantly Yeah. Have, have there been any cigars that you couldn't bring? You know, because because I said you know if if it's on the band and they're producing the cigar, you know. um yeah, how does that, how does that work? Does the band make a difference, or if it's just yeah. the box or what they're called? Yeah, the, the the drunk chicken ones we had a real problem with. We had to limit the range right down with those because there were so many. We can't we can't use the word sweet. Yeah. So there were a couple of those um, sweet shav. Uh, one of the actually was the best selling one, which was called Sweet Dreams. We couldn't we couldn't bring that one in. We couldn't use the fat hen. Man. Yeah, we're getting wet. Even though even though we're undercover, we're getting soaked. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now, uh, do, do you get any any uh, like uh, all your your lines are named after rock songs? Yes. Uh, is there any any pushback or any any issues you've had with that with your brands? No, because um, because. Because it's just a form of words. So, you know, Sweet Child of Mine is just words. So right, we, right. We, we know it's named after the song. Voodoo Child's named after the song Ace of Spades. But, you know, there's nothing to stop you calling Ace of Spades. Now, if we wanted to use the word Motorhead and use their logo, that would be a problem. Right. Okay. That, yeah, that was Karen and I were, we were talking last night about that. And we were wondering how that, 
you know how that works and you know because uh, definitely trademarks are different you know yeah you can't you can't use somebody's trademark so we couldn't yeah. use guns, we couldn't use guns and roses because that's their yeah. trademark but the, you know names of the song is just a form of words so that's okay yes. oh. well at least i think it is until somebody tells me otherwise <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, 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 so perfect. So, so, uh, um, um, you're, you're definitely thinking about expanding the, the, the lines of, uh, of your cigars going into the, yeah, uh, yeah. The so, so we, you know, we want to launch in, um, in, uh, in February and then we'll see how successful we are. And then, and then we'll start to expand the range, you know, because we only have, we only have the five cigars at the moment and they're all, uh, Robusto, uh, so we'll, we might sort of, sort of start to bring in torpedoes in particular or a Toro, uh, because I think in the US, uh, the bigger cigar may be a bit more popular. See, so in the UK, Robusto seems to be the best selling size. Yeah, here, here it's Robusto and Toro. Okay, yeah, yeah. Toro. hands down, it's, it's the same, you know. So, you want to introduce new cigars in a different size or like the sweet child of mine and then introduce different different sizes and vitolas within that brand we may do both but cer certainly you know Matt, mandy wants to bring in a, a range of cigars based around country music uh so we'll bring in you know maybe two or three whatever whatever country songs we want to do so so our whole our whole brand is about you know, Rebellion, we've got the Rockstar range, which is what we've got now, and then we'll bring other ranges to... Oh, okay, that, that, that's cool. I, yeah. you know, I, I, definitely, I definitely like that. Are you looking at uh, the same factory, or are you looking to kind of diversify your portfolio a little bit and then, you know, do some different factories? Well, at at well? the moment, it'll be the same factory, so we, we may look to diversify the portfolio. Um, you know, it, the, the world is our oyster, really, so we, we can do what we want. But it's 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 uh, walking before we can run. So, you know, as you know, it costs a lot of money to buy enough cigars to make it cost effective. So, you know, we got we got to be careful of the cash. Yeah, I, I completely care. Care knows that too. You know, it's hard yeah. to bring in you know thousands of cigars at a yeah. at a time, and then uh, yeah. easier for us. I can't even imagine what 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 it's like. You know, over over there. Well, if I was to bring in a hundred thousand cigars to the UK, it cost me half a million pounds. Wow! <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so how, how do you? How are you store, storing your cigars? Do you have like a setup? Like a yeah. Okay. So we. Sorry, so, was that a question you were going to ask, Kevin? Sorry. No, no, no. Oh, good, okay. good, yeah. Go ahead. So uh, uh, the, when we first sort of started this. Uh, so again, through COVID, uh, I actually built a huge humidor in in my garage at home okay. so uh it's basically you know it's all insulated uh got a humid humidification unit in there underfloor heating to keep the temperature spot on uh it's all lined by hardwood so it's it's perfect and we have we have about i don't know 400 slots where we keep the the, the various different cigars in there so it's all done properly you have to yeah well that that we understand because we're we're building our lounge now yeah you know and so we we're learning as we go it's a lot <laughs> well the thing is you know you know it's it you, you can get customers right and and you get customers it's very easy to lose them if you don't do it properly so if, if they don't get those cigars in the right condition uh then you're going to lose a customer yep. because they'll go somewhere right. else you know it's 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 a it's an open market so you've got to do it right yeah, especially shipping to other countries. You know, I know the UK, you have other countries pretty close by, but, 
you know, if, if you get something caught up in customs for a month, yeah, you know, or a couple of weeks, you got to make sure those cigars are shipped, yeah, you know, pro- properly yeah. to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in every single cigar we sell goes in a in a you know in a in, a, in an airtight bag with a Bavida pack in there. And again, we undernard and Mandy said, no, no, we have to do this. We have to do this. So there's a little bit more cost involved in that. But mm-hmm. that just makes the cigars get to the end user in the right condition so they can smoke them straight away. You know, a lot, a lot of our customers don't have humidors. So they're buying, you know, two, three, four, five cigars every couple of weeks. And they keep them in that bag and they smoke them and then they buy some more. So, so it's, it's, it's about making sure the transport storage is correct. You, you need to start selling them tupperdors. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> containers, yeah. Well, absolutely. So, you know, there's this whole big thing, right, you know, about do I need this big wooden humidor? And you're absolutely right. No, you don't. You just need a tupperdor. Yeah. You know, he, he, here in my house in Orlando, I have a, a huge, great big Tupperware container with a big Bavita pack in it. All my cigars yeah. go in there. The lid's sealed on. And from last time we were out here in February, all my cigars, when I got here now, perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And 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 I looked at getting like because the the number one brand of the Tupperdor, you know, which is the Tupperware essentially, is from Sistema. The Sistema two hundred thirty six ounce. That's what everybody has. We yeah. probably have thirty of them. You know, they're produced yeah. in New Zealand, and it's uh, you know, I'm like, oh man, I'll get like five hundred of them in and sell them on. Yeah, New Zealand, uh, the U.S. Crazy import, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like I, you know, yeah, and, then, and then they won't sell them to me unless I buy a pallet or two at yeah, a time, yeah, yeah. yeah. I decorate, I decorate mine, like, oh, I have yeah, one all like I have two actually for some of my Ezra Zion cigars, and I put all their stickers and bands and stuff on it. I, I love my tupadors. I, 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 I agree. You know, it's a, uh, I, I think that's the, uh, you know, where, where you're seeing people go is, uh, is to the plastic containers because people are, tri- are, are they're tired of and you getting, can display it. Yeah, you can display them. And then the people are trying, tired of getting these really cheap humidors and then yeah. they fail. They don't, they don't keep Absolutely. the proper humidity. I've know. been there. I've been there. I've had knows yep. how many wooden humidors. Yeah. Right? I've had, I've tried all sorts of humidification systems in there, and I never get it right. Right, give, give me a, a plastic container now. I stick a bevita in there, and basically, when the bevita goes hard, I chuck it out and get another one, and that keeps my cigars perfect. I gotta tell you, I had, I, and Kevin knows this. I struggled. I had a cabinet humidor, and you struggle just heat, humidity, yeah, uh, temperature, and then if if you have, an, I had the Oasis, you know, humidification system. And if it's if it's too close to the wood, and if the temperature just pops up, you get mold, and yep. then and then once you get mold, it's like in in my experience, especially when you're dealing with some of the humidors, you might as well just get rid of it. You yeah. know, you you can try. I tried everything under the sun, so I had and this was my own personal cabinet, so I got rid of it, and then um, um, the tupper, you know, the Tupperware, it's it, it it's affordable yeah it keeps them it, it keeps them secure keeps them the right temperature and humidification and then uh, a refrigerator humidor yes you know um and and i picked one up <laughs> God, i thought jennifer's gonna kill me um for like 250 dollars, right full size and you know normally this it was a, it was a it was a wine door normally about three thousand dollars but the, it, the 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 uh the condenser something's broken so it doesn't it doesn't cool but if you keep it in a in a room 
Yeah. That's cool. And you put just a couple of, of, of Bovita packs in there and you close that door and it seals it because Kevin told me this because he did the same thing. It keeps the temperature and the humidification perfect. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I do. So so in my in my man cave, I have a I think it's a Claston. It's an old it's again an old wine cooler. So the refrigeration bit works and it keeps at a constant temperature. Bovita packs in there, done. Happy days. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. You know, and, and then I only have one wooden humidor, but it's a Daniel Marshall. You know, it's a it's a three thousand dollar humidor, and it only holds like three hundred cigars. Absolutely yeah. mind boggling. I got it for a, a really good deal, and that's the only reason that, that I picked it up. But every nobody can afford that. You know, who, who who's going to afford two to three thousand dollars? You can buy a lot of cigars for the cost of the humidor. I, I feel right. like for a twelve dollar Tupperware. Right, oh, yeah. your yeah. your cigar habit is obviously costly at times, and a Tupperware. Who cares if it doesn't look fancy? You can debt like you can do cool stuff to your Tupperwares. It's affordable. Like I do not understand why more people don't go for Tupperwares. It's like well, you don't display. have to. You don't have to spend all this money on these humidors that. You, Frankly, people aren't going to invest the time to learn how to actually properly take care of their humidors either. Well, if you, you know, don't, like, you know, if you don't season it, you're in trouble yeah. from day yeah. one. Right? Right. If you don't season it properly, forget it. You're, you're, right. you're never going to get the humidity right. So, because the wood's soaking up the humidity in in a top of door, it doesn't soak the humidity up. The humidity goes into the cigars, and the, yeah. the beautiful thing about the Bavidas is it doesn't over humidify, so it keeps them absolutely yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what we do. And the oh yeah, humidors are all for you know. It's, it's and Frank just said that he's looking at a 200, 250 count humidor, and, and I have I have a, a humidor that I had years ago. It's a fifty count humidor. I kind of keep my special stash in there. Yeah. Um, and then I also have a, another tabletop one that holds I think uh, one hundred and fifty cigars. But that's it. You know, I, I'm not looking to display and no. impress anybody. No. If yeah. I do. I'll be like, hey, uh, the cigar is just as good whether it comes out of this Tupperware bowl. Doesn't matter whether it comes out of really expensive it, 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 it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. And I got a story on that one. But uh, uh, to, for Frank, if you're looking at a 200 to 250 count humidor, remember, like I said, whatever a humidor says it holds, it ah. holds about 25 percent less. Like yeah, they, yeah. They, they want to tell you, oh, this holds <clears> 300. <throat> no, it's going to hold 150 com comfortably. So if you need a, a humidor that holds 300 cigars, you know, um, you, you want to buy one that holds 500, yeah. you know, yeah. to, to comfortably. But, but a, a friend of keep mine. It, that, keep it, I always keep it more than half 50% full because I think that's a lot of people's problems. I mean, you cut you off, Kev. Is that, oh, yeah. Oh, you're is right. That, is that they'll get a humidor that'll hold. I'll just use a 50 count humidor and they'll throw 10 cigars in there. I'll be like, I don't know. I can't keep the humidification. It keeps drying out. You have to keep your humidor at least fifty percent full. Yeah, buy more cigars. Yeah, but I went through. I went through with yeah, first the, my first there, humidor I got. There's Jessica's humidors. I went. I bought. I think I bought a box of El Roleo. El Rolo. Well, it, it was like a a box of cigars, super cheap. That was my that was my core cigars that stayed in there the whole time. And then as I started to build my collection, it, it always it, I, I was always ensured that my, my my humidor would be would be at least fifty percent full. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, and this is probably going back uh, maybe a year ago. A buddy of mine, and uh, I won't mention his name because he watches the show on occasion. 
but uh, uh, you know, he had sent me, you know, a picture of a, a fancy humidor, and I think it was like eight or nine hundred dollars, and it only held like 150 cigars. And I'm like, why, why don't you just get a, a, a Tupperdor, just a plastic container? He's like, well, I, I really want you know something nice to keep my cigars in. And I told him, I go, how many tours are you giving of your house? How many yeah. of your friends that are coming over, and then th they're gonna think less of you? Because yeah. they got their cigar out of a plastic container. And I'm like, just buy plastic <laughs> and spend the extra money. And he ended up spending all the money and he bought this fancy humidor and then he ran out of room and he couldn't afford to buy another one. So he ended up buying some more <laughs> some more plastic. So he keeps like the fancy cigars, like in the, the, the wooden one. So when friends come over, I don't know, friends come over, you know, whatever. If I go to someone's house, I don't care what the cigar comes out of. They can pull it out yeah. of their pocket. It's going to be a good you cigar. Know, Once this container of mixed nuts is done, you wash <laughs> it out, <laughs> you put some cigars in there, and you yeah. put a Bavita pack, and it's going to smoke just as good yeah. coming out of that as a $900 human. Uh, when when yeah. you first start, you have so many people also telling you so many things. Oh, yeah. So you get you think you have to buy certain things and then as you you know gradually get comfortable and you start like learning about cigars doing your own research you don't give a shit you're like i just i walk in i want a cigar like who cares about what anything looks like obviously it's nice you want to you know like you can be like oh this looks cool but who really cares people are there for the cigars they don't care yeah. what you have yeah the, the, the two things that i invested in that i i felt are the best things that you need to invest in and that is a cigar cutter yeah, that yeah. if you're gonna invest, you know, money and and you want to get something that make sure that if you're gonna have a good cigar, it's got to have a great cut. And then if you want to educate yourself on a cigar and learn more about ring gauges, length, you always got to make sure you have your cigar prop cigar meter. Yeah, this <laughs> never leaves my side because I'll go. Is it? No, 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 this isn't the right ring gauge, but this is great. It even has every single size name as well Brilliant. as the measurements and now, the ring gauge. Now, I'm going to uh, – so uh, you guys are going to be in Orlando for a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, um, uh, Care, make sure uh, I, I get your address. I, I want to send you one of the ring gauge tools so you can take back home. You have my address. Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, no, oh, their address. address. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right about the cutter. So when I, when I first started with cigars, I, I had some cheap cigar was given free of charge and he used to rip rip the top of the the cap because it's not yeah. sharp enough so you're yep. absolutely right you've got to get a good a good cutter lighters uh the, the best lighter i have is this one here it cost me 15 dollars. every yeah. single multi hundred dollar same here i've had um, this was 20 this is 20 pound yeah Happy it, days. It, it'll 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 light maybe my first 10 cigars and then i'm trying to figure out is it the is it not lighting properly is it the fuel and then it just ends up being on a on a on a shelf being displayed. Yeah. That was not a shameless plug. That is yeah. like, <laughs> you guys, Kevin, I always talk about it. I said that it sits I have I have my, my Calibri desk cutter. Yeah. And I have my cigar prop cigar meter. Yeah. Always now, uh, always now, on my side. Now Sean and Mandy, um over over here, like it's like a big thing. Like we collect like cigar cutters, lighters. Everybody wants something new. Is it that way in England or the UK as well? You know, like, you know, everybody, it's all about, you know, the, the new fancy cutter, the new fancy lighter. 
or do people not really not really care? Well, if you if you look on Instagram and everything, you'll see you'll see people with a nice fancy color and a nice fancy lighter. But I think most of our customers spend the money on cigars and buy a twenty grid lighter. You know, now, now how do you how do you prefer to cut your cigars? Uh, I prefer a straight cut. So I've I've tried V cut and the, the uh, if I do a V cut, I end up doing a crown cut. So ah, that that's what I was going to ask you is the crown yeah. cut. Yeah, I, I, I cut it so many times. I think do you know what I'll just I'll just do a straight cut. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it just works. So that's fine. I'm not, I mean, years ago I used to try the old punch cut. So I used to be able to get these lighters. In fact, this is one. With a with a punch yeah. cut. Yeah, I think I think I've got some of those laying around as well. They they for me they never work. They're such a small hole, you can never get the, the plug out. And, and then sometimes the tar and the and the, yeah. the moisture it can build up on the bottom and yeah. it gets very nasty like on your tongue. Yeah. yeah. Although oh, I did yeah. dis- I did discover something the other day, which is new to me at uh, an exhibition. There is a thing called a Cuban cut. Oh, what what is that? So so it's a so it's a straight cut, but oh, on, on a on, yeah, because because Des has got one. It's but no, on a slab. Yet, so the idea is that if you smoke a Cuban cigar, the 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 end the end in your mouth, the flavour goes to the top of your mouth rather than to the back, and supposedly it gives you a better taste profile. Now now is that a is that a, a uh, the Cuban cut is that a cutter or is that just the the style of cut that you're cutting it, at an end? Well, it, it's it's a cutter. So you can get a tabletop cutter and you put the cigar in and it cuts it at an angle. Cuts really it on care, the care I've never ever, tried it, but Have so. you ever seen that? I've never seen that. I've known people who cut on a bias, you know. The, oh, the, the, I the, I do when you I when you, you have, have. A, yeah, yeah, when you have a torpedo or a bellicoso, you know, you're supposed to cut it on the bias. And then you cut it up to three times. You cut a little bit off the end. You smoke through the first third. You cut a little bit more. You smoke wow. the second third. And then you cut it a third time on the final third, you know, because um, yeah. it opens up the draw as you cut it. But it's just a straight cut that you angle. I've never seen a um, – yeah, I'm going to write that no. down and, uh, and, and take a look to see what a, a, Cuban, a Cuban cutter is. Now, I don't know if you saw at the beginning of the show um, – our, our good friends at uh, um, Cigar Medics, which they make the um, uh, the humidimeter, which I have one here somewhere offhand. But um, you actually, I don't know if it's a, um, cause I know they're starting to sell more and more of them overseas. How, how did it just disappear? You just used it. Yeah. So you actually stick that in the cigar. Care if you want to pop off the prongs. I know, Kevin. I don't need this instructions. <laughs> yes. Stop so, telling me. Zoom in, Carrie. Zoom in. Yes. That that actually tells you the humidity level of the cigar. Yeah. So so super cool. They also make what's called it's the brand new cutter that's never been done before, and it's called the uh, uh, the melon baller. It actually uh, inside this little hole is a round ball bearing with a uh, a cut. So it actually. Um, what it what it does is it looks like a punch cut. It's round, okay. yeah. But it actually scoops it out like a melon baller. Okay. So uh, that that's but, like. But it's not called the melon baller. It's just it, called the. Baller. It's called the baller. So that's that's the new thing that's over here that was just released at the PCA this year. Okay. Kevin's renaming it. I know. He's like, yeah. I'm just gonna call it whatever. I'm well, that, that's what that's what their original call. You know, they oh, they, they told me it was a, it a melon baller. Does it say so, melon? No, it doesn't. It says baller. Kevin, I just have yeah. one question. Would I make a good hand model? Yes, yes, yes. Lovely. Definitely. Yes, yes, you would. So, so for sure. Like a gorilla hand model. Yeah, gorilla hand. Yeah, for sure. 
So, so Carrie, I know we, we've had our, I know it's, it, it's raining over there as so we've had our guest on almost, I can't believe it's been almost two hours already. What a wow, fantastic, yeah. fantastic show. Um, do you have any final questions for, uh, for Sean and Mandy tonight? No, I, I just appreciate y'all taking the time to, to hop on with us. Uh, it's good to see you. Good to chat with you. And uh, I appreciate all the love and support you've given Stogie Road Cigars and all the other brands that you've introduced uh, to the UK. You know, you had mentioned, you know, Karen Berger, Amendola ish at uh, with Banff Cigars. I think you're doing a great thing of bringing over <laughs> these boutique cigar companies and and New World Cigars or whatever you want to call them and introducing them, you know, to the UK and letting, you know, the folks know that there are other brands out there that, you know, it's just not Cuban and they're affordable and yeah. you're going to get a great flavor profile and you probably have access to the to the owners or the or the folks who are actively involved in it. So I just appreciate yeah. all that you all are doing, and and I look forward to your great success with bringing Rebellion Cigars over here to the states. Thank you. Yeah, well, we're really excited, and, th and thanks for this tonight. Yeah, we, you know, we really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. It's uh, it's been good fun. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and I know this show is seen all over the world. So anybody uh, over in the UK or Europe, anywhere else, um, in the show notes down below the video description, if you're listening to this tonight. Uh, or watching tonight, listening uh, um, to the podcast in the future, there is a link, uh, Rebellion Cigars, in the below. You can click on it. You can find them at the website. You can find them on um, uh, the social medias, Instagram. So definitely uh, uh, check out Rebellion Cigars. And I'm definitely excited to uh, to get your cigars over here and um, you know see you know see how they do over over in the states and whatever we can do to help promote you. You know you got Care, who's a distributor now, so. Uh, care you know probably be bringing in some rebellion correct most definitely, most definitely. <laughs> yeah that that we got to get the lanceros to, to to pick up popularity over in the uk they gotta yeah. be introduced oh, to the oh, smaller that, engage. oh they're, they're not uh you know um they're not a popular cigar over there you're asking well you know well you know we've got some people who really like them but yeah that i wouldn't say it's uh yeah it's probably for good reason Shut up, Jeff. I thought you turned your mic off, Kev. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's, it's the same here in the States. You know, it's we find pockets, you know, like yeah. with our Lancers, it's pockets. There's there's yeah. a handful of shops that will just sell, 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 and others, it's just not a popular, it's just not a popular ring gauge. Yeah, so with that being said, uh, Sean well, and George, Mandy... George is, like, shamelessly trying to get... I'll hook you up, George. Yeah, Please. so... Um, uh, 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 you know, George lives, like... I, I've never had one! So, okay, Kara, so George lives, like, 10 minutes away from yeah, me. Yeah, I'm already I'll, giving him a night I'll, 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 take, I'll take care of George for you, and I'll, I'll, I'll put... George! I'll, 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 put, I'll put together a sampler of Stogie Road cigars for George. And a nightshade. And, and, a, and a nightshade, so for, for George. George, that way you don't have to ship them or anything else. And um, make sure you put it in a Tupperware container so he yeah. saves himself <laughs> a couple hundred dollars yeah. on his freaking cigar that, humidor. No, we're going to put it in our biohazard bag. Yeah. So, 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 Sean and Mandy, um, uh, talking about Lanceros, you know, so I, it's, it, they're still pop, not Lanceros, they're still popular here, but a couple of years ago, uh, the market exploded for these 60, 70, 80 ring gauge cigars. Has that yeah. ever been? Was that a thing in the, in the UK? Well, it, we it, have it, a few, yeah, we, we have a few customers that more, that more, more, really more like and more. Go, yeah. yeah, so again, Robusto's still by far, by far the biggest. Yeah, but, but 
certainly Toro's been getting more popular. Uh, 60 gauge, we, we sell some 70 gauge. There aren't many 70 gauge on the market in the UK. Um, but we, we are starting to sell them. So again, it's I think it's a slow burn, but they are starting to starting to pick up. Oh, right, right on. So yeah, it was uh, it just it exploded a couple years ago, and I think it's it's calmed down a little bit, but it's yeah, still it's, a very a very popular yeah. thing. It's not you know, huge, though. but we we've got a few customers yeah. that, that, that that's all they'll go for. So so right on. So Sean, Mandy, thank you so much for coming on, spending two hours of your Monday night, especially being on holiday. Um, we, we definitely raining. appreciate it. And it's oh, raining. raining. So, <laughs> so we're, we're used to the rain, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we, we definitely appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. No, appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, Kevin. Thank Thanks, you us. Thanks a lot. Uh, and we'll, see in the flesh. we'll see in the flesh next time. Hopefully, maybe in Vegas. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Y'all have Thanks a good care. night. Thanks a lot. Take care, see you later. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Like we said at the beginning of the show, um, uh, we only had a couple people on at the beginning, so I don't know if everybody uh, heard it. This is our last show for the next three weeks. We're taking a little bit of a summer break, yeah, recovering from some knee surgery that I got uh, tomorrow. Uh, we will be back on August 29th uh, with Fred Rui. He's going to be talking about uh, his new uh, role with Illusione Cigars and then um, what he's been up to uh, uh, with The Final Puff, which is uh, some great interviews. He created a new YouTube channel called The Final Puff, doing some fantastic cigar interviews with some legends uh, in the industry and then right after that i was just telling care before the uh, before the show started we've got a uh, fabian ziggler um fabian ziggler formerly of drew estate fame is back in the cigar industry so we'll be uh, chatting with fabian and That's figuring awesome. out seeing what he's doing with the new coffee and cigars so we're excited to uh um do that and then we've got some some great guests lined up i'm still waiting to hear back for some from some guests i'm kind of like reaching out there for like some famous people not that we've had unfamous people on there but there's just been some people that i've really more wanted. famouser yeah more famouser so uh it should be exciting um stop talking yes uh and if you're watching tonight listening to the podcast in the future make sure uh you check the uh the video description or the podcast description Make sure you're following me, Cigar Prop, producer Jessica, and Care Viajante on all the social medias. Um, links to uh, um, the websites and social medias are in the description uh, down below. And once again, we want to thank all of our partners for, for making this happen um, uh, each and every week. I think we might have a, a new partner or two coming back for the next season. Uh, we're not sure, so we'll, we'll find out. But in the meantime, thank you uh, to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics. Amendola Cigars, We Are the Muscle, Excelsior Tobacco, Makers of the Dona Lydia, GTO Cigars, Those Who Know, Smoke GTO, um, Corona, uh, Corona Cigar, of course, uh, and then always Drew Estate and Experience Asset. Care, um, sign us out for a couple weeks. Oh, well, good luck on your knee surgery. Thank you very much. We'll be uh, waiting. Good luck to me. <laughs> yeah. It's not then about you, Je Jess. Jessica always, always a, making it about her. It is. Every time it's we talk, Kevin, Kevin's going under the knife anesthesia. He he's got to He's got to go through all the pain and everything I, else. I literally so, need to start taking some of those pills. <laughs> Kevin, tomorrow you're going to go through a lot. It's going to be surgery, anesthesia, recovering everything. So I wish Jess 
<laughs> I wish yeah. you all the luck. Thank you. Yeah, I, I hope it's a successful you. surgery for you, Jessica. I do too. <laughs> I hope it, it was, uh, well. I, I just got to remember tomorrow is a uh, um is not wear any underwear. We had an issue last time. They did the nerve nerve block. Jessica uh, on the upper inner Kevin thigh. Kevin doesn't wear underwear. Yeah, you got to wear you know, underwear. Kevin doesn't and, and wear there, there, there is. There is nothing worse than uh, they, they a, a male anesthesiologist underwear. scooching down your underwear, and it just like it just felt wrong. I know he's a doctor. Why did but... you keep your underwear on? Well, they, they didn't tell me to take my underwear off underneath the robe. I, I just feel like you that's know. Common, so so, like... so so now he's so now he's scooching my underwear down to my ankles, and then he flips the uh, the the gown over. Sure, so now on your knee. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so now. So now I'm laying there, you know, in, in my birthday suit, you know, for everything, for all the nurses to see. Oh, and it, it just, it just makes yeah. it a little uncomfortable when your underwear is oh. scooched down to your ankles. I'd rather not be wearing them uh, than, than to have them scoot. And it just, it just felt wrong. Listen, yes, it, yes, I, yes. I, I am not buying that for one second. You have no shame. You have I, no shame. It just, after, after that happened, that's when the nurse walked in and said, "Hey, Bob, what are you doing in here? We got uh, some more garbage that needs to be cleaned out over there." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. All right, we'll see everybody uh, in about three weeks. So, uh, well, let's hear a little word from our sponsors to uh, sign us out for uh, for now.